Exciting. Jeff Wayne will be in uh, at some point shortly. He's on his way. Uh, so that's good. Of course, uh, the composer of War of the Worlds uh, and other things, including various LBC jingles. Now, we've tricked him a little bit. We think He thinks we've got him in here to talk, talk about the new War of the Worlds DVD, uh, live in concert. And we will talk about it. And we've got, a, have we got three to give away, I think, Chris. We've got three of those to give away. Uh, but the real reason we've got him in the building, or when he does arrive in the building, is to talk about old LBC jingles. I hope he doesn't get too peed off with us. Uh, 0870 is the phone number. If you want to, um, excuse me, I swallowed that. If you want to speak to Jeff Wayne, uh, ideally if you want to ask him a question. I mean, it's cool if you just want to speak to him, but that would be a bit weird, wouldn't it? Just... Your ambition in life is to speak to Jeff Wayne. If you've got a question, that makes more sense. 0870 You can email your questions in as well. Ian at lbc.co.uk. He's, he's, uh, uh, we've got the, the directions that we had to give the cab company to pick up Jeff Wayne. And one of the directions was, turn right through the gates, follow the 200-metre drive to my house. He's got a 200-metre drive to his house! The man is incredibly wealthy. I'm hoping... Sometimes when you come in the studio, James O'Brien has left, like, 50 pence uh, on the desk. I'm hoping some money falls out of Jeff... You know, like a few hundred-pound notes falls out of Jeff Wayne's pockets. Wallop. Cushty. That's the bathroom. Uh, 0870 is the phone number. Uh, we've got other stuff we want to talk about as well, uh, including I saw... The sexiest girl in the world, but she had a moustache. Girls with tashes, man. Seriously. This stunning girl in the canteen. It was barbecue day. Uh, which means uh, Jack of Potato again. Uh, stunning girl. St- uh, absolutely stunning. Gorgeous figure. Um, beautiful face. Fantastic head. G- gorgeous boots and a dress. And a big dark moustache. Why? How does that happen? Now, I'm, I'm not too good on, on uh, lady grooming. Oh, it sounded a bit pervy. I didn't mean it sounded like grooming like that. I, uh, do you know what I mean? There are ways to get rid of the moustache, aren't there? Are you a lady that's trouble with the moustache? Uh, 0870-9090-973. And would, the, Chris asked me the question, would uh, a moustache put me off going out with a stunning girl, even if she was beautiful inside and out, but there was a tash involved, would it put me off? Yes, it would. I've I, I got to be completely honest, yes, it would put me off quite a lot. Uh, oh, let's go to Pretend Anthony in Florida. Uh, hello. Hello, Pretend Anthony. Uh, uh, Ian, how, uh, how is it? How's it going? Yeah, it's, uh, oh, it's a rotten flight. You're in Florida, are you? Uh, yeah. Yeah, we had, uh, the, we got a plane. Oh, right, yeah. All, you know, all, all the way yes. uh, over. Yes. And then uh, we climbed some sort of mumble. Yeah. And then a mumble. Um, yeah. How long are you in Florida for, pretend, Anthony? Uh, oh, I'm going to pretend to be here for uh, a, a, a week, because uh, my, my dad's got to go and, um, he's got to go and do NASA, hasn't he? What's he doing at NASA? I, I don't know, he doesn't tell us. Oh. Have you heard callers lined up, have you? Any callers lined up? Well, for Ask Anthony... Well, yeah. No, no, you're the only caller we've got so far. It's a disappointing start to the show. Oh, uh, it's costing me a fortune from Florida. Okay, well, we c- I could cut you off. Well, you, but you, you might like to. Yeah. Okay, so, that's the start of the show, and could well be the very end of the show. 
Ah, uh, really? That was a pretend Anthony calling in. And in some ways, I kind of like that guy. If we can get a pretend Anthony and a real Anthony on the line, then we're talking radio. That's broadcasting. Uh, 0870 Uh Now, Chris and I were having an argument as well. You know Legends, right? Not, not like the night... There must be a nightclub somewhere called Legends, with a Z. There has to be. Legends. But actual legends. Do you have to be dead to be a, le- a, a, a legend? Or, or can you get living legends? Now, I think that you can get living legends. For example, uh, Chris challenged me to come up with a living legend. I'll give you one. Cliff Richards, innit? He is a living legend. Yes, he's, he's rubbish, and, he, uh, you know, his songs are a little bit bland. But some of them are quite, some of them are quite good, actually. I, I take that back. Some of his songs are quite good. And he's a living legend. If Sir Cliff Richards came into this studio right now, I, I would, um, I least said something there that implied something I don't want to imply. I would be very excited because he's a living legend. Can you name uh, any living legends, or do you have to be dead to be a legend? 0870-9090-973. Mona! Hi, Ian. Hello, I'm really Mona. upset with you. With what? I'm upset with you today. Uh-oh, why is that? Because we got, um, Jeff Wayne coming in. No. Okay. Because of your topic, I'm so glad my daughter's not yet of her school. Because I always have the radio on. Because what? I always have the radio on when she comes. Right. And if she'd heard your thing about moustache... Yes. And, she, and you know how much pressure there is on, on young girls today at school? Oh, what? Is that? About, about, about their upper lip. Is, there's pressure on young girls about upper lips? Yes. Oh, my God, I'm, I'm the media. I'm... I'm and you're, making you're girls. You're making anorexic. it worse, sir. Worse, sir. Yes, you need to stop the topic right now. I can't. I can't. No. Right. Whoa. Hey. Whoa. Whoa. Mona. I'm gonna stop Mona. Come, uh, come, come, come to me. Have you heard that song? No. Okay. Have I you heard? Into crappy music. It's by the Beach Boys. They're not crappy. Have, yeah. have you heard Mona by Craig McLaughlin and Check One Two? Whatever. What is Why is What is wrong with you, woman? Yeah, but, but, you know, children listen to this, and then I keep right. telling my right. child that it's nothing, and right. those are immature brats right. who say that. And then someone who I respect, yes. she laughed. Yes. Like Mr. Ian Lee. Oh, so you're being, but, but Mona, if you're going to be sarcastic, you can get stuffed. Simple no, as. No, If you're going to be sarcastic and not have a decent conversation with me about no, it, then, do, you know, if I you're going to, excuse me for speaking while you're interrupting. If you're going to be sarcastic about it, then you can go away right this very second. If you're going to have a decent response with your conversation, then you can carry on. Okay. Thank you. Look, you're always on the, on the, you're always right in whatever you say, no matter how jokey about it you get, right? And I respect that. But today, I'm upset. Okay. Yeah. Do you know what? What? It's tough, isn't it? It's not fair. These are young girls out there. I'm not talking about young girls. I'm talking about women, grown women. Well, that's what they... uh, They like to think of themselves as grown women. Well, do you know what? They're not grown women. They're young girls. And then then that's what they're going to think, you see, when they come out of school and they listen to your show. Right. And they're going to think, oh, Ian Lee doesn't like us. He thinks we're ugly. Um, didn't... No, 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 no. Obviously, you've not been listening. Because I didn't say that I thought that uh, a woman with a moustache was ugly. I just said it would put me off... You see, and they, w- but it they w- don't oh, Mona, want you to Mona, be off by them. They would like you like you. me? Would you like me to lie and say that I find women with moustaches sexy? Would you like me to lie, or would you like me to engender it within your child a sense of truth and honesty? Oh my 
goodness me. And what, have I said a sentence that's too complicated for you? Okay, it's... for a child who's, what, maybe between 10 and 13, and then oh. they have to go and go to Boots and find ways to remove their right. moustache, yes? Right, yeah. What? So why don't you come with me next time and we go shopping together? Because I don't know you. Wanna, from what little I do know of you, I don't like you. I like you, though, and that's well, a problem. Tough. Tough. If it's a problem, that's tough. Goodness me. You're, you're going to have difficulty holding on to your four listeners now. Well, uh, let's, let's, let's. You. I tell you what, Mona, my listeners are now down to three. Goodbye. Bye. There we go. <coughs> well, oh, dearie me. Uh, oh, it gets better and better. Tom, Tom is in the morning. Hello, Tom. Hello, Ian. How he- are you, my friend? Hello, Tom. First, first time caller, so I'm probably slightly nervous. Okay, well, I, I won't be as, as angry with you as I was with that woman. Okay, then. <laughs> Living Legends, Sir Norman Wisdom. I met him about mm. um, three or four months ago at a book signing. Yeah. Uh, he is a living legend. Now, would I would dispute that Norman Wisdom is a legend. I'm going to be harsh today, to be in all well, honesty. Be harsh, be harsh. I would dispute that Norman Wisdom is a living legend because Why? he stopped being productive, apart from the odd, uh, you know, foray into slightly rubbish films. He stopped being productive about 40 years ago. The films he made weren't that funny. Mm. Uh, and I'm sure he's a very nice bloke and a lovely old man. I would yeah. dispute he's a living legend. Well, of course he is. I mean, you, I mean, he's the biggest star in Albania. Oh, yeah, well, yes, I know, yes, right? I know, that's no, true, no, isn't well, it? Right. And in America, seriously, I went to the States about a year ago. Yes. He's very famous. He, no, he really is a living legend. He's one of the last one. I mean, Bob Monkhouse has died. And... Bob Monkhouse is... No, 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 you, you, Tom, you've misunderstood it. Monkhouse was never a legend. He was. No! Of Monkhouse, of course he was. He, he was, was a legend in chat shows... Uh, but, and his stand-up comedy was even brilliant. His stand-up comedy was great, and he was excellent at doing the game shows. He's not... Tom, I'm going to have to go, because we're going to travel, but he was not a living legend. Okay, Sir Norman, Sir Norman, yeah? No, 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 I'm not having any of that. So, now I've got the latest LBC 97.3 Travel News with Alan Joyce. And we'll start with the M40... Pro- wow, very exciting. Oh, it's, I've turned my headphones down, that's why it's... That's why it's going to look a bit quiet. You're right not to wear headphones, you see, <laughs> Jeff. You've not got that problem. Uh, Jeff Wayne is here. Good afternoon, mate. It's nice Hi, to meet Ian. you. Thank you. Uh, very, now, I was, I, can I be completely honest? Sure. I was surprised to find out you're not British. Well, I'm sort of, uh, just over two-thirds Brit and about one-third Yank. Because I've lived here just over two-thirds of my life now. See, now yeah. you've got the American accent, but the English accent is kind of just coming out. Every other word is a little yeah. bit, it's got a twang to it. Yeah, well, I guess it's the mixture. I, I moved here for the first time when I was a little boy. Mm. Stayed for about four I'm years. Gonna, I'm gonna move this screen out of the way so I can see you a bit better. Okay. Not Are we on television? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I know that our webcam doesn't work, so right. we can be as scruffy as you want. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I, lived, I lived here for about four years as a little boy. Yeah. Uh, I came here when uh, my father, who is a singer, actor, entertainer, he was in the original cast of Guys and Dolls. All right. At the London Coliseum. He played the romantic gambler of Sky Masterson. Uh-huh. So I remember my first four years as a real little boy, and then we moved back to New York, which is where I was born. Yeah. And then high school and college was California, and then I came back to England uh, so professionally. You've been, been all over the place. Is that not yeah, all over the confusing place, yeah. at all? Uh, it. Uh, I think the dots have all sort of connected by now, so okay. I know where I am. Uh, now, uh, 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 obviously, War of the Worlds is one of the. Uh, it's sort of like fourteen million copies or something yes, ridiculous to date, like yeah, that. I know. It's, uh, do you do you not get a bit sick of it though? Well, I actually didn't revisit it for many years. You when know, was it, 78? It came out in 1978, and it took almost three years to compose and produce. Uh, and then there was a big 
lapse of time where professionally I was doing you know many other projects uh, working with different artists and, yeah. and all other things and it was only really in the last couple of years that I was asked to sort of revisit it to remix it in stereo and 5.1 surround so it was very fresh to me when I came back to it so uh, it's lived with me for almost 30 years but not in a way that I've been completely conscious of it mm. uh, I, I, I'm going to ask you a question D- feel free to tell me to get stuffed how much money did you make off it? You, <laughs> we know that the directions to your house involves 200, you've got a 200 metre drive up to your mansion or something ridiculous. Yeah, get stuffed. <laughs> Good lad, thank you. Uh, 0870 This could be the first guest we have to walk out before the interview's <laughs> over. Uh, if you want to ask Jeff a question, you can email ian at lbc.co.uk. Uh, Robert is in the Portsmouth. Hello, Robert. Hello, Ian. Good afternoon, Jeff. Oh, Jeff's just putting his headphones on. There yeah. we go. Hello, Robert. There's a little dial down there if you need to turn it up a yep. bit. Okay. Um, yes, I'd like to ask, um, Jeff, he's done so much in his, uh, very career, but what I'd like to ask him about... Yes. ...that he, uh, composed some music for ITV Sport during the early 80s. Now, I'd like to ask him, um, how did that come about? The music for ITV Sport? I, th- I think you're referring to, well, it could have been either... The Big Match or The World of Sport, both of which I composed uh, the music for their uh, show. Robert, how did the, uh, you, I, I, the World of Sport, I should know. Can you remember how it went? Um, oh, I can't remember it off oh, I should by know heart. how it goes. I should uh, know how it goes. Jeff, you don't want to, you can't no, get it. No, you're not, no, okay, no. fine. <laughs> but how, well, how did that come about? Because that seems an old thing to do, massive rock album, and then you go off and do jingles and bits and pieces. Yeah, well, I think, uh my career has always sort of touched a lot of different media i've never had a grand plan so to speak of doing one thing and uh so i compose arrange produce uh, for most things from films commercials uh, work with artists who compose their own songs so i've produced and arranged for them toured with them no plan it seems odd though it's it's an odd uh, dual career to have you know and you've worked with david essex and a load of people and you've done some fantastic production stuff like that but also have the dual career of doing jingles as well that seems to be uh a strange, I don't want to say sideline, because that kind of demeans it slightly, but it's a, a strange thing to have as well. Yeah, I never saw it as anything other than a, a, a wonderful opportunity, in fact, to write music almost daily in different styles. Mm. The demands of the advertising industry, in fact, are quite high. And the directors, for instance, that have come out of them that I've worked with, Ridley Scott, yeah, his yeah, brother Tony, uh, th- there's a whole long list of people that came through the advertising medium and because they were good they moved on into other media as well and that's how i feel that my career went and that Mm. uh, uh, one day i was being asked to write a piece of rock music the next symphonic the next jazz whatever so it was a great training and working with top class professionals Uh, robert thank you very much for that oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three now war of the worlds is fantastic i grew up with it you know it was always uh, we'll we'll play a little bit uh, a little bit later on but you know i was born in 73 so by the time i was conscious of music it was in the background it was always kind of there why did you do it that's that's the question (laughs) why um well during the time that uh it came about as an idea. I was mostly writing media music, so as I was saying, films, TV shows, advertising music, but I was also producing and arranging for David Essex during that mm. period. And uh, my dad, in fact, said, look, you're having a great time, you're having a good run of success with David. I was enjoying my working relationship with him. I was touring with him as, as, as his MD, but I wasn't composing. David wrote his songs. I was interpreting them as his arranger and producer uh, and then putting them into a live environment uh, as his MD. So there was a chunk of, peri- of a period of time of pr- spanning about two years where I wasn't really composing a lot of new 
music. Mm. And he reminded me of that. And he said, look, one of your aspirations was to try to compose a big piece a, a, around a story that you really felt passionate about. And I agreed. So uh, we both started to read different books, different genres. There was no plan of uh, what style of, of writing. And uh, he came up with H.G. Uh, Wells' The War of the Worlds, mm. which I had, was not familiar with. Uh, I read it. And it was the first book that I could actually, from a musician's point of view, hear sound. Mm. Not melodies or compositions, but just something that I could hear ideas in H.G.'s writing that uh, sort of triggered the sort of the, the energy going, the adrenaline rush. And I said, yeah, that's the one. But it wasn't in, uh, it was, it wasn't in the public domain. It was in, very much in copyright. Mm. So my dad and I, we had to trace over a period of months uh, who still owned the rights. And it turned out to be uh, an agent, a, a brother and sister uh, act, so to speak, or an agency representing H.G. Wells' estate. So it sounds like it's kind of a, a, an adventure, just even getting to, to the book itself. Yeah, it was, because when something is in copyright, you can't just get on with it and mm. do what you wish with it, and that was the case with The War of the Worlds. Mm. Okay, listen, we're going to talk more about that uh, uh, and about the amazing cast you had on it as well. You know, just a superb cast. And we're going to talk about the revival of War of the Worlds that's been on tour. My friend Conan saw it. Did you do it at the Royal Albert Hall? Uh, we did two London dates. That, the Albert Hall was one and the Wembley Arena was the other. My friend saw it at the Royal Albert Hall and said it was amazing. I've got a DVD of it today that your company oh, very right. kindly sent out, so I should be checking it out tonight. We'll talk about that okay. a bit later on. We're also going to talk about the LBC jingles. 0870 if you want to ask uh, Jeff a question. Uh, you can email ian at lbc.co.uk. Uh, we'll take more of your calls and emails after a little bit of this. I, I just realised I'm probably ruining the interview because everything I was going to say in the interview, Jeff and I have, have been discussing while we've been listening to the ads. Sorry about <laughs> that. We should be keeping it real and uh, uh, and fresh. But we're just talking about that, how you look back on some of these albums from the '70s that tell a story, and they sound a bit dated and a bit embarrassing. But the War of the Worlds is as fresh as ever. Well, thanks for that. I, I have to presume that if it does, uh, we got a couple of things right in the, in the mm. music and the way it was composed and produced when I did it, but I think HG's story really was a motivating factor. Jeff, we'll be back in a second. It's time to get the latest LBC 97.3 news. Well, very quickly, we'll get back to the music in a second. I, I, we were just saying that you've, um, sorry, I shouldn't point. I've been, I've to someone told me off the other day for pointing, and it is, uh, why is pointing rude? I don't quite understand. Don't know. No, it's an odd yeah. thing. Uh, you, you, you've done a, a TV series about tennis. Tennis has always been my sport since a little boy. I yeah. played it up to international standard and uh, won some national championships. Played for Great Britain, the Veterans Davis Cup. Yeah. Uh, what's a Yank doing playing for Great Britain? Yeah, hang on, that's does it. Well, hang on, we, we had a Canadian playing for us for a while. Well, that's true, was, yeah, I think he's still out there. And, uh, yeah, but this, that's always been my sport. And uh, just through the love of it, I wanted to create a TV series, uh, which I did, called The Book of Tennis Chronicles. Mm. It's on in about 20 countries at the moment, and we're looking into a second series. And hired myself real cheaply to compose the music. Well, there's the genius of it, you see. You can get yourself a little bit of extra... I know, I know. It's a good little gig on the side <laughs> and cheap. <laughs> uh, Jonathan, have you got a question? Yeah, I have. First of all, I'd like to say I think uh, the world of worlds is a masterpiece. Absolute masterpiece. Good word, yeah, quite, definitely. The question I'd like to ask you is, what was, it, what was Richard Burton like? Because I have to say, I do think that he brought a certain richness to the dialogue, to the... Not dialogue, what can I say? Yeah, dialogue to the... To the album, but also your composition, of course. Sorry, that's a sat nav. I'll turn it Jonathan, off. Jonathan, when you call him, will you turn your sat nav <laughs> off? I've got a very important guest here. I know, I'm sorry, but I've got to know if my boss rings. He wants to know how long I'm going to be. I've just, I've just reached my destination. Sorry, right. Jeff. <laughs> terribly embarrassing. Well, I'm sorry, Jeff. That's I'm all right. Sorry, Hello, Jonathan. I, uh, hi, Jeff. I also <laughs> have to admit I had a bit of a crush on you, but I'm, I'm over <laughs> that now. But, um, <laughs> 
God Almighty. Yeah, sorry. It's yeah, just, right, just get to the question and. Yeah, yeah, what was it like to work with Richard Burton? Richard and was Burton. your father a classical musician? Uh, right, first question was about Richard. Uh, when I worked with him in the uh, sort of mid-70s, when I started working on the whole project, uh, my perception of him was probably what the public knew about him. Firstly, he was a wonderful actor with an incredible voice, but he also had sort of a hellraiser reputation, sort of a drinking, oh, yeah, drinking a bit too much, maybe a, a few too many wives. But uh, <laughs> I think uh, the the reality, in fact, as it was when he walked into the studio, was a completely different guy than the public persona. He was the most charming, warm man, totally oh, wow. prepared for. Uh, the job ahead, and uh, to give you an idea, Jonathan, uh, from a contractual point of view, he was supposed to give us up to five days in the studio of about 12-hour days, and he did it all, not only what's on the album, but a, an additional about 35 minutes that didn't make it into the album, and he did it all in one day and about three hours of repair work a wow. few months later. How did you get him? I mean, did you just say, look, we've got this idea, do you fancy it? Or Well, it wasn't far off that, but it, it, the way it came about is when I f comp uh, finished composing the first draft of my score... Uh, and our scriptwriter finished the draft of the script to work with the score. We then had sort of a, a cast of characters that we knew we were going for. And uh, the one role that sort of glued to the whole piece was that of a journalist who was who was recounting for his newspaper his survival of this Martian invasion some six years earlier. And uh, my dad and I, we just sort of assembled a list, which wasn't particularly long, as to who would be this journalist. And uh, Richard was at the top of the list. And I thought, okay, yeah, okay, put him at the top of the list. And uh, when he says no, we'll move on to number two and number three and whatever. And uh, my ex, my, I think what I really expected was I'd be going down to uh, Phil at the local fish and chip shop and saying, we'd be our journalist, but I can't get anybody else. But the reality was that it came to uh, a friend of ours saying, are you aware that Richard Burton's in a play in New York at this moment called Equus? Mm. And I said, no, that's a good piece of information because if you're doing a, a theater show, you know, you're, you're probably going to be doing eight shows a week and spending a lot of time in the theater. So mm. we, we did trace what, uh, what theater he was performing in. And I sent him a letter introducing myself, explaining what I was trying to do, and sent him a copy of the first draft of the script and hoped that the stage doorman would actually give him a little care package when he came through one night to do the show. And uh, sure enough, it couldn't have been more than two or three days later, I got this call from his agent saying, Richard received your package. He loves the script, wow. loves the whole idea. Count him in. And it was, in fact, probably the easiest... That's ridiculous. ...easiest thing of the whole project. Who was number two on the list? Um... Gosh, that's a good question. I think it was John Hurt. Oh, okay. Well, that's yeah. not bad. He's not bad. Yeah. I mean, we wanted whoever we were going to work with. Unfortunately, it was Richard, somebody whose voice was comforting the second you heard it. had, yeah. a, you know, a big resonance to it. It was the only, the only part, so to speak, that really traveled all the way through this, mm. this complete work. Jonathan, listen, thank you for that. Yeah, can I just say oh, it's been oh, a pleasure God. talking to you? Yes, you, you, you may say that. Thanks. And was, it yeah, pleasure talk was it a pleasure talking to Jeff as well? Yeah, that's what you meant. <laughs> oh, that's what you meant. Oh, Sorry. Well, right. Many thanks, uh, Jonathan. Uh, okay, now listen, World of Us Fantastic, it's back. It's been back. It was back earlier this year. Yeah, well, it, I remixed it in Stereo in 5.1, and re we did a lot of repackaging. And now, came Stereo out Stereo 5.1, yeah. sorry. That's all right. I don't understand that. What is, what is that difference between that and Stereo? Well, Stereo is your traditional two tracks, left and right, yep. and 5.1 is sort of the cinema experience where you have oh, uh, the full three in the around. front, two in the back, uh, okay. and uh, a subwoofer uh, for the for the bottom end. Oh, excuse me. There oh, you go. Lovely. Hey, so you, yeah. you remixed that. Yeah, remixed it, and we, it was all repackaged with with a whole range of new things that we added into it, and it came out 
uh, a year ago last June, and it went right back to the top end of the charts. It was in yeah. the top ten for about 10, 11 weeks, and it just stayed there through Christmas. Well, and, you, uh, that must have been quite surprising, you know, just something that's nearly, what, nearly 30 years old, 26, 27 Yeah, years old. I think it, it went way beyond what any of our expectancy was as to how well all these new versions were, were going to be received. And uh, our record company, Sony BMG, they did their own research and, and sort of revealed that it was the same audience this mm. time around that was that bought it first time and it was the sort of 16 to mid 30s people that were the, so the heart of the audience the kids were digging it yeah yeah and we and we did a tour in april and yeah. it was across the board in the age range from the youngest person i met was a four-year-old boy wow. that knew the album better than i did wow yeah that's kind of freaky mm. uh, we, by the way we've got three dvds to give away i don't know if, if you're aware of this apparently no, we have i was three not Three copies of the DVD. The, the, the DVD was recorded live on this last tour, was it? Wembley At Arena. Wembley Arena, yeah. Uh, and so if anyone wants them, I don't like doing these things where we have a competition. <laughs> if you want them, give us a call, 0870 and you can have it. It's as simple as that. But you were telling me in the show, uh, there's uh, Richard Burton's in it. But the, the uh, uh, 10-foot head or... We've brought Richard back in sight and sound. I mean, he passed away in 1984, mm. so... Uh, the way we've done it is to create a technological head where he performs the entire role that you hear on the album, but it's a, a, a three-dimensional, ten-foot-high uh, head that sort of floats over the stage. <laughs> you, say, you say it as though that's something you'd see every single well, day. Isn't it? What, do you uh, what else is in, uh, in the show? Who else is in the, the show? Well, uh, it's, a, it's a combination of uh, a ten-piece band, a 48-piece string section, so it pretty much replicates the sound of the album. I conducted it all, and then we had guest stars playing the roles that are heard on the album. A couple from the original recording, uh, which included Justin Hayward, who's oh, the we're going to play that in a, in a minute. Right. His song, yeah. that's that's one of the Justin. The classics. I, it was uh, on the original album, and uh, the lead singer from Man for Man uh, called uh, Chris Thompson, who sang "Blinded by the Light." I don't know if you remember that record. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Amazing voice Chris has. So they were on the tour, and then there was uh, Russell Watson, who played our parson, and yep. Tara Blaze, who's was it? Smiling. Phil Line that did the parson Phil did the, the original. Time. Yeah. So Russell's rendition was uh, coming from a slightly different angle, but. <laughs> Because his his way of performing and singing is uh, what was Phil Lynott like? Phil was um, his his persona, I guess, in the way he lived his lifestyle was very much rock and roll. Yeah, and I hung out at a couple of the Thin Lizzy concerts just to get to know him a bit wow. before we started in the studio. But once I got th through working with him, I discovered there was a different soul there, a yeah. very sensitive soul. And in fact, just as we finished working together. Uh, he gave me this book of poetry that he had written. I was just coming out. It was about to be published, and he signed it for me, and uh, I still have it at my house as pride of place sort of thing. Fantastic. And, uh, but his words, what he was writing about, was really a completely different person. Mm. And, uh, it was the opposite side to his mm. rock and roll life. Okay, well, two more the show in a moment. Uh, Bear is in the Serpent. Hello, Bear. Hello. Bear, you've got a question for, uh, for Jeff, have you? Yes, yes. Um, hello, Jeff. Hello, Bear. I'd like to find out, um, in the original album box set, there was the book of artwork... And there was also a big poster of the Thunder Child. Um, also, uh, I, I, I managed to acquire a poster of um, the handling machine and the fighting machine. Hang on one second, Jeff. I believe we have an anorak on the phone. Is that, is that okay? <laughs> You're okay with this? No, no, I'm, I'm not I'm an following, No, I'm following him so far. Okay. <laughs> um, I just like the artwork, and I wondered if there's um, any other artwork come out, because the, the, the pictures... Um, uh, how can I put it? The the original, let's say, the film that you had in the 1950s America um, was also the machines were hovering, but the tripods are the, the original um, concept. And I just wondered if there's any more artwork or anything like that coming out. The, the paintings that accompanied the recording were originally commissioned by us 
to painters that either knew science fiction machinery or Victorian uh, architecture and, and landscape. It's your call. I think he may kill us if we don't. Yeah, but stay on the lines. <laughs> we'll speak to Chris and he'll, he'll give you your Thank details. Thank you very much. It'll take it. It's coming out in November, so you'll have to wait a month or so. That's all right. Thank Don't, you very much. Cheers, Ben. Thanks. Bye bye. Uh, Tom is in the Epsom. Hello, Tom. Hey, Ian. How are you going? Fine, thanks. That's, uh, I'm a first-time caller, actually. Hey, nice one. Well, thanks for I've, calling. I've been listening for 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 ages, but this is the first thing that spurred me to uh, to actually ring in and. Uh, and uh, talk to you. Well, what has specifically spurred you to ring in? Well, I, I, I um, grew up uh, on uh, on keyboard music, and uh, I, I played synthesizer. Um, it was, in fact, the first the first uh, two things I ever bought was uh, were, uh, were, were synthesizers, keyboards. Yeah. Uh, and I just I just love the music, and you know, being in my mid thirties now and, and and growing up in that. Uh, it was just it was just fantastic. War of the Worlds music was just well, you know, it, it, it was a staple diet. It's some album. I tell you what, Tom. I was listening to it, uh, bits of it last night and uh, bits of it this morning, uh, and I was saying it, it totally stands the test of time. Well, you listen to some of these albums. Uh, I'm a big fan of Yes, but you listen to some of their stuff and Rick Wakeman stuff. Some of it doesn't quite stand the test of time. I think. Whereas this, uh, I, I think, does. It sounds just as fresh. It's a cliche, but it sounds just as fresh now as it did then. There is very little music that will actually do that. But this is. You're right. This is one of those one of those pieces of music that's. Uh, you know that in another 30 years' time, it's just going to be just as fresh and it's going to live on for a hell of a... Tom, I'm guessing time. you haven't got a question. Are you sucking up to me for a free DVD? <laughs> uh, I, I am. I, I, I'm a bit disappointed so. it's coming out in November so. because it would have been great to have it signed. But, uh, but no, look, I'd, I'd, I'd love one. I'd, I'd, uh, well, Tom, listen, speak to... Sound the line, speak to Chris, and uh, we'll, we'll send you one. Well done. We've Thank got, you so much. It was an absolute pleasure. Got, I could tell he was... At, I, I've never called him before, but the offer of a freebie has made me pick up the phone. Jeff, well, we, can you stick around for another 10, 15 minutes? my pleasure. Excellent Thank stuff. You. So now to get the latest LBC 97.3 travel news with Alan Joyce. And the M40 very slow heading away from town towards Junction 2 at Beaconsfield following an accident. Now just looking at the Highways Agency message boards and it is warning of queues there. It looks like there's just one lane blocks now going away from town. We appreciate your updates on this one. 08,000 We've got a closure on Bayswater Road with a burst water main between Westbourne Street and Lancaster Terrace just by Hyde Park. Loads of surface water on the carriageway there making things very tricky in the area. North Circular Westbound has one lane blocked just by the waterworks roundabout because of an accident there. And as you head north from the... Uh, now, oh, we've got Jeff Wayne here. More in a second. I've got to do a bit of business, Jeff, if you'll excuse me. You could win a fabulous break for two people. Not you, Jeff, sorry, the listener. Uh, plus spending money. You could enter, I suppose. Is he, is he allowed to enter? He is, OK. You can enter if you want. I'm going to. Uh, <laughs> please do. <laughs> win a fabulous break for two people, plus spending money to experience yeah. the unexpected in Ottawa. Oh, you into Ottawa? Right. No, I haven't. I'd oh. like to, so I am going to enter this. Uh, with Canada Affair, all this week with Nick Ferrari at breakfast, weekday mornings from seven, answer Nick's quirky questions about Ottawa, uh, and you can win a fantastic holiday to Ottawa in Ontario, thanks to Canada Affair. I went to... Did, did War of the World sell in Canada? Yeah, it's a multiple platinum there. It was... A, I was reading your bio. It's multiple platinum everywhere. Well, a few places, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way you're so cool about it. You know, you meet some of these, these big stars, and they're like, yeah, oh, you know, don't talk to me, but you're, uh, you're, you're quite nonchalant about being multi-platinum. Well, um... There you go. There you go. Good lad. <laughs> okay, now listen, have a listen to the, uh, the reason, the, the initial reason we made contact with you <laughs> is because of the, the jingles you did for LBC. Uh, and we have, um, a weird guy who, who hasn't phoned in today, which is maybe as good. A weird guy just phones in, plays your jingles down the phone, puts the phone down, and never says a word. Uh, well, Heather Jingles, uh, you may know as Chris Lowry, uh, has put together a little package uh, of some of, uh, his favourite jingles you did for LBC. So have a quick listen to this. <laughs> 
it's slightly geeky of me. I'm a bit of an anorak when it comes to radio and to jingles and things like that. They're fantastic, man. Oh, thank are, you. Are, now, are you proud of those, or are you a little bit dismissive of those, or what's, what's no, your No, no, no. My long relationship with LBC, and I ca- the original uh, launch of LBC was, I think, around 1974, and it was a rolling news station, so the idea was to capture the moment of, of time and, and events, and uh, I was very proud of the original composition and the myriad of other productions we did around the basic three notes. Mm. Uh, so no, no, and that's by by the way, Chris, really good editing, like that. <laughs> he's good. He's he, learned a he, few he's, tricks. He's getting good. Yeah. He, 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 uh, <laughs> how, you, did you get? How did and how did you get the gig? Did you just send? Did you send in a tape, or do they approach you? Or uh, it was through a, a, a radio production company mm. that thought I might be the appropriate composer for it, and they had a, a contact at LBC that I. My memory of it now is that there were other composers being asked to do demos, right. and uh, I submitted an approach that to my my way of doing it, and uh, it got through. Fantastic. Well, we, we love them, so thank you very much for that. Uh, you don't, now, the, the thing is, Chris, uh, Heather Jingles says every time that someone phones up and plays one of these down the phone that we have to pay 50 quid to you. I was wondering if there was some way that you could waiver that and we could have kind of a little agreement that maybe we could, one, every now and then we could slip one in. Well, look, Count today as a freebie. Oh, okay, well, right, so whatever you just played, that's on me, boys. Excellent. Okay? Thank you okay. very much. I like this, gentlemen. We've got, listen, we've, got, we've got a few more minutes. Let's take a couple more quick calls. Samantha! Hi, and hi, Jeff. Hello, Hello Samantha. Samantha. Hi, Jeff. I just want to say I really appreciate your music, and um, if I could have one of your DVDs. <laughs> <laughs> i just get straight to the point, really. Yeah, that's cutting to I the chase, as they say. <laughs> <laughs> Samantha, that was pathetic. The other fella did like three... Yeah, it was pathetic. The last guy did yeah. about three or four minutes build-up to it. No, yeah, I know, but it's like, that's the way I am in. Oh, okay. well, do, well, Jeff, I'm going to let you... Call, your call on this one. Do we send... This is our Ooh. last DVD. Well, uh, all right. Okay. Oh, in. Yeah. Thanks for being so... You know, you're meant to push it for me. No, so... Excuse me, what? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's five to four, so we can't talk like that. Samantha, stand on the line, speak to Chris and give him your details. Okay. There we go, lovely. Uh, that was pathetic, wasn't well, it? Well, that's all three gone. Yeah, that's the three yeah, gone. Now, okay. so the, the, the next fella's gonna be disappointed. Ian! Hello? Uh, there's no more DVDs. No, I don't mind that. Can oh. I talk to Mr. Wayne, please? Oh, Mr. Wayne, hey. there you go, yes. Uh, all right. Mr. Wayne, I heard that uh, in the early 60s there was a group called the Rondells who did a song called The Martian Hot, <laughs> and you were one of the Rondells. Is this true? Uh, well, it's partially true. I wasn't a member of the Rondells. Uh, the, I was going to uh, college in California, and uh, I had a couple of songwriting partners, and one of them was a chap named Bobby Lawrence, oh. who, with his uh, cousin formed this group called the rondells and he played me the song uh the martian hop yeah. and uh <laughs> <laughs> amazing sorry. isn't it i should it's be laughing sorry <laughs> Um, and uh, he was from a producing point of view, although they weren't really called producers in those days, more like A&R people, and uh, looking for a way to produce and interpret the song, and it was really that which I contributed most to, which was basically said, speed it up, make it sound sort of uh, non-human, and uh, added a few touches there sort of here and there, and that was that was it. But I was Please. never a member of the Rondells. But oh. it did go to number one in America, I think. Well, there you go. Ian, thank you for that. All right, thank you. Good Cheers. Man, there we go. Thank you. Uh, okay, listen, Jeff, we're going to let you in a second. And just to quickly say that the uh, War of the Worlds live on stage is out, I think, November the 6th. I'm looking at my notes. Yeah, November the 6th. Uh, there's a double-disc edition as well with bonus features. Yes, there are. It's a, uh, the first one is a single disc of the of the show and a few extras, and the double one is got a, a glo- you know a special edition booklet, and the second DVD has just many more extras. There's a, a fly-on-the-wall documentary of how we made the cool. show and 
all of those sort of things. Uh, and uh, going on tour again December next year. Yeah, December 07. It's an expanded tour by comparison with the first one, and we wind up in London at the O2 Dome. And is it a website or anything we should be checking out? Are you yeah, well, on the very, world? very much so. We've got a, our own website called thewaroftheworld.com. Excellent stuff. Listen, mm. uh, Jeff, we're going to let you go. I'm going to play some adverts, and we're going to sneak around while the adverts are on. But when we come back, I'm going to play one song. Now, you've got a choice. Uh, we can have uh, Forever Autumn from War of the Worlds or Rock On by David Essex, which you produced and arranged. Your call. Which one would you like? Well, I get the PRS on Forever Autumn, so we've got to go for that. <laughs> we'll I have guess. that. Yeah. Jeff, nice to meet you. Thanks yeah, very much for coming. My in. pleasure. Uh, we'll have Forever Autumn after a bit of this. Fantastic! What a lovely fella! Now you're not here! Come on, Mario, join in! Now you're not here! Tell you what, I always remember that song, yeah. We used to, when I was in Dominica, yeah, we had a we had a radio station called Radio Antilesia, broadcasting from the islands, yeah. And that was like, uh, 77, like, 78. They always used to play that tune. It's something that I will always remember. They that. used to play it all the time, man. All yeah. over the place. What lo- just played it. It just brought back memories. What you know? a lovely man. No, for real, for real. Not knowing that, you know, this guy's done so many, like, he's done so much stuff. You know yeah, what I mean? And yeah. it's only now you're playing back a few things. It's like, oh, he did that then. Hey, dig this. He's invited me to go and see him on tour next year and to really? go out for a drink with him afterwards. Oh, that's cool, man. That's very cool. That's cool. Hey, Mario, what can I do for you? Our kid, Jimmy Savile, he's a legend. Don't you reckon? Our, our kid, oh yeah, living legends, we mentioned that earlier. Jimmy Savile's not a living legend. He's a living legend. Now he's... then, now then, now then. Do that again. <laughs> now then, now then, now then. Yes. Hey, he I, is, I, is it, um, what, I, is. I suppose the thing is, what defines a legend, really? Well, the thing is, is what defines a legend, and normally what defines a legend, legends are always fought, they're always found until when they're dead, aren't they? Everybody turns a legend when they're dead, because obviously it's like everyone's reminiscing on what these guys yeah. done, you know what I mean? But then a living legend is yeah. somebody, to me, is someone like Jimmy Savile. Mario, uh, Mario, I'm not going to give you Jimmy Savile as a living legend. If you can think of any living legends, 0870-9090-973. Okay, so today we're looking for living legends. Can you, first of all, can you have a living legend? I think you can. Uh, most legends, of course, are dead. That is the point of them. But I think you can have a living legend. I think so. Uh, and my example is Cliff Richardson's... The singer. Pop, pop singer, Cliff Richards. Uh, it, it, he's a living legend, isn't he? I'm not going to have Jimmy Savile. At all. He's, he's not living. He's just a slightly odd old man. It's a bit odd, isn't he? He's odd, Jimmy Savile. Oh, no, 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 look at this. It's not the best impression, I'll, I'll be honest with you, but... Uh, uh, <laughs> there you go. Now... Uh, early on in the show, uh, I mentioned that I saw, we saw in the canteen the most beautiful girl in the world, but she had a moustache. And uh, is it wrong of me to say that that put me off? Some woman phoned up, Mona, Mona by name, Mona by nature, what I'm saying is she moaned, phoned up to have a go at me. And said I was harming her daughter. Well, that's, that's libelous. Uh, don't say. Uh... Uh, well, I'm, it's a, the thing is, I'm being honest. I'm all allowed to say that. I'm not, you know, trying to make some kind of horrible sexist joke about it. I'm just being honest and saying that it, it would put me off. Uh, a girl. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. And oh, what the hell? Why? Why would we're there? We might as well carry on with this. I saw a pregnant woman today. She wasn't wearing enough clothes. Pregnant woman. Very short dress. Oh, it was. It was really inappropriate. And I was just thinking. Well, if listen. If you're pregnant, you don't, you know, you should, 
cover up a little bit? Is that... Now, am I turning in, into a, a, a right-wing fascist old man uh, in the style of uh, other radio presenters that you do here on various stations? Or it, it, am I making some kind of sense? I don't know. I'm prepared to be swayed on this one way or t'other. I just think if you're pregnant, you should just cover up a little bit. Uh, 0870 is the phone number. Ian at lbc.co.uk. Sam is in the Brentwood. Hello. Um, yeah, it's Living Legends again. Um, y- yes. I was thinking David Hasselhoff is a bit of a Living Legend, being a, you know, in two very iconic sort of TV series. But since he started doing... Um, my car. I wanna take Yeah. Oh, yeah. But since he started doing, uh, adverts on TV, I think you might be running out of money. Well, no, I, it's it's odd, isn't it? You would you would think that someone like Hasselhoff would be as uh, a, a multi-millionaire, but then yeah. again, you know, even rich people do adverts because adverts. Pay, he'll be getting a quarter of a million pounds for those adverts. Yeah. For for what two two days work, quarter of a million quid? I'll have it. That'll put the Hoss kids through uni, wouldn't it? Well, do you know what I mean? It's, it's, he'll be getting somewhere between one hundred and fifty and two hundred and fifty thousand pounds for two days work, uh, and uh, you'd be mad to turn that down. Yeah. You might be right. But I'm not going to, do you know, I'm not going to let, I'm not going to let David Hasselhoff become a living legend. Yes, uh, if he had agreed to come on the show and be interviewed by me, <laughs> then I would have said yes. But no, his people- You're not, not going to let the Hoffmeister into the, the living legend. His sport. people turned us down, Sam! <laughs> so that- There's no, there's no sour grapes there at all, is there? <laughs> there there's, oh, it, it's, I'm fuel- Sam, I'm going to say no, I'm fueled by sour grapes, me. Absolutely fueled by it. Hello, you. Hello, you. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hello, you. Yeah. Hello, you. Hello, Hello you. Hey, shut up, you stupid woman. Hello, you. Okay. <laughs> if, o- if only I could say that and get away with it. Oh, get away with it, then do it. Okay, yeah. That's it so far. Closer, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Super. That's it. Yeah. Uh, 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 that's it. Uh, uh, I'm a fan of the uh, uh, what, what did you say? Das ist eine Fandabidosi. Oh, uh, that's probably it, Arabian. No, it's not Arabian. It's it's it's, it's German Scots. Anyway, Taluda, what can I do for you? Oh, many people call my brother a guitar legend. Oh, now what's his name? Michael Schenker or something? Yeah, I call him an idiot. Uh, what band is he in? Remind me. UFO. What? MSG. What? UFO, MSG, Scorpions. Oh, Scott, do, do, who, who the hell are Nouveau MSG? MSG is Michael Schenker Group. Oh, okay. Yeah, but you, surely the Scorpions are bigger than the Michael Schenker Group. But, uh, my other brother is in the Scorpions. Oh, okay, right, okay. Cool, blimey, this is confusing me now. Uh, well, now, can, can I be frank with you, Tallulah? Okay. He ain't well, no legend. No, but he many, many... I wanted to point out that many people call him a legend. Okay. But, I wanted to point, point, point out that I call him an idiot. Yes, okay. Is there any rivalry between you two, is there? Um, I think since the beginning of this year is a big... Oh, hang on, is there is there a falling out in the Schenker household? A big war, yeah, because they have stolen an idea from me, and since then I declared war. Well, what idea has your brother stolen from you? Um... I called myself Schenker's sister. Right. And six weeks later, after yeah. I announced it on a Japanese website, right. they brought out a guitar model yes. called Schenker Brothers. Right, so, so that's nothing like your idea. So therefore, he's stolen nothing from you. Absolutely. It's the, the basic idea. 
What, what, using his name? They wanted to, once upon a time, they wanted to call themselves the Musketeers. Right. And that sounds absolutely rubbish. Why Schenker's sister or Schenker's brother sounds absolutely... So it was Schenker's sister... Yes. ...or Schenker brothers? Exactly. But it's not... But, Tallulah, they're not the same thing at all. It's the same idea. It's a simple idea that is uh, very close, but yet so far if you don't have the... (laughs) It's very close, but yet so far away. Uh, Yes. Uh, Tallulah, thank you for that. May. Yes. You're begging that lady on to to be so stupid and silly when she she started on the programme. Which lady? The lady just now. You, You egged her on to be so silly... And she was silly with you. You what? know, we're all educated that listen to the programme, especially in the afternoons. <laughs> what, 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 Tallulah? Eh? Yes. Yes, Tallulah, whatever they call her. Yes. Yes, you were so... You shouldn't have egged her on like that. I, I can only apologise for egging on Tallulah. Although, I don't think Tallulah requires any egging. I think she's quite egged up as it is. Well, you should calm her down, then. OK, next time she comes on, I'll, I'll pay her... one or the other. Next time she comes on, I will play her some peaceful music. And, and the heat's getting me down, so I'm lying on the bed listening to you, and I don't listen to you in the afternoons, really. Why, why, why not? I'm doing now. What, so why don't you normally listen to the afternoon show? Well, because I normally am I'm, uh, in the park with my little dog or something. Okay. Not all the time, no. but I am. And you're lying down, are you? But now I'm uh, lying on the bed now with the, all this heat. It's too much for me. Are you now, fully clothed? I'm a little bad-tempered with the lady and yourself. Well, for what? Why? Why? <laughs> What have we done? <laughs> you've done nothing. No, you've done nothing. I'll keep listening. Are you, f- right. are you fully clothed, May? Eh? Are you fully clothed? Yes, I... Well, no, no, half and half. W- which half? I'm not telling you. OK, good, good girl. We can, we can just imagine. Just have a second to imagine. <laughs> uh, okay, oh, it's, oh, oh, it's seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. Ian at wc.co.uk. Pregnant lady should cover up. It, it just makes sense. I don't want to see a, a semi-nude pregnant lady prancing around. If you... Yes, Anne. Oh, hello, Ian. How are you? I'm fine. I've spoken to you for a long time. No, have I've you been, been all right? Busy. You're busy. What have you been doing? Uh, dealing with foreign students and going to see... My... I went up to your area the other day. I was babysitting in Muswell Hill, my oh, daughter's yes. kids. Oh, yeah. I didn't see you. No. Never I, mind. I, was, I did look. I was away that day. <laughs> okay. Right. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Oh, no, I've, I've got, I get hay fever. I'm all snuffly. Was well, that, that was a cough, though? Yeah, well, yeah, because I'm sniffing and, oh, don't let me go no, into if, detail about hay fever. If you're, if you're going to cough, then you say, excuse me, and I think I'm going to cough. You I cover... did put my hand in front of my mouth, but you didn't see. No, you put your hand over the phone, you move the phone away from your mouth, you cough politely, then you come back and say, excuse me I'd again. bow to your greater knowledge. Thank I'm you. So sorry. Thank <laughs> you. That's correct. Right, about, um... Uh, living legends. Yes. Right, apart from being excellent at what they do, I think they've got to be one-off. Hello? Hello. Right, one-offs. And, um, everybody confuses, and it's not easy to confuse, oh. Cliff and Keith. It's Cliff Richard and Keith Richards. Yeah, so, uh, well, I've got Cliff Richards. Everybody Rich- says Cliff Richards, and it isn't. There's only one Richards, and no. that's Keith. Uh, well, I've got, I've got Cliff Richards on the list. Yeah, I know, but it's not Cliff Richards. It's Cliff Richard and Keith Richards. And my living legend is Keith Richards, because I think he's a... No. He's crackers. He's, he's a one-off, yeah, no, uh, Keith, apart from being a brilliant guitarist. Keith, Keith Richard isn't on the list. No, Richards. Uh, uh, Cliff Richards is on the list, yes, but Keith Richard isn't, and I'm not going to put him on the list, because Cliff, I, I think... I think fair enough, I think right. he's overrated. I was toying with the idea of putting George Michaels on there. Don't know. 
Dunno, don't know him. Oh. I only is, know is, that, is that singer that was in Wham? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Wake me up before you go, go, cos <laughs> I'm not planning on going solo. Well, he did, didn't he? He, he stuffed he all did, your, yeah. your as a result. Yeah, he's, well, he's led quite a colourful life, hasn't he, since? <laughs> yes, I've been to the, you know, the, uh, the toilet in Los Angeles? Yeah. Where he was going... I don't know it personally, and I don't know Los... I know New York, I don't know Los Angeles. All right, Never well, mind. Let, let me... It's irrelevant. You know the toilet where he went to the toilet? Yes. And... Met the police officer. Met the police officer. I have been to that toilet. Ooh. Yeah. That isn't your only claim to fame, though, is it? It's the best one I've got. <laughs> I think I, it's quite a dodgy I, one. I, I, I have to say, I didn't meet the police officer. Thank God for that. Thank yeah. God for that. Right, now about hair. Um, it's good, yeah, it's good musical. I think that, um, it's, well, I don't think, I mean, everybody knows that hair, moustaches and facial hair on women is hormonal, isn't it? I've got two daughters who've got very dark hair, but they've never had moustaches. Um... They got sort of hair on their legs, which shows because they're dark. But they wax it off. They do what to it? They wax, wax it, it or it. get it waxed. It's a moustache, not a moustache. No, I know, but that no, they don't have moustaches. Moustache. Moustache, moustache. I don't. Well, it's it's, it's an A. It's tomato, a moustache. Tomato, tomato. No, no, should we say that Cliff Richards is wrong? But go on. Oh, I beg your pardon. Come on, I've been speaking languages today, and I'm a bit confused. Which languages have you been speaking today? Portuguese, Spanish, and French. Oh, go on then. Give us a bit. What do you want? Um, well, uh, no falo ben portugues, yo falo espanol melhor. Uh, that's, I don't speak very good Portuguese, but I speak Spanish better. Okay, well that's... that's do you want me to speak some Spanish? No, it was a bit dull actually. I'm not going to show off no, there. I'm, I, no. I'm not, cl- I can't do computers and things like that, but I'm quite good at languages. Yeah. Quite good. Um, yeah, the hair thing. Um, I actually, uh, they're talking about hair, this is blokes, I had a student once, I've never seen such a hairy man in my life. Oh, God. Um, I really mean it. I mean, he was attractive anyway, but, yeah. um, I, I, I ha- honestly, I have never seen, it was straight black hair all over him. So, hang on, did you see him naked? Well, no, he had shorts on, but he used to, a Brazilian, he used to come mm. down for breakfast with his shorts on. See, you could see he had a Brazilian? <laughs> what? This is, but, and he was still hairy? I'm confused. Oh, you are a dirty so-and-so. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know how to say dirty Ian in, in Polish. Brudny Ian. How dare you, woman. Brudny I can say... dirty in Polish. Uh, popacz the moj... No, hang on. Uh, yeah, popacz the moj ogurek. What's that? I think that means look at my sausage. Does it? Oh, I think well, it you does. know, I used to eat sausages when I phoned you, didn't I? I'm not anymore. Oh, of of course you did. I've yes. Got, is... uh, what was it? I've got a sausage in my mouth. Half a sausage in my mouth. I can't remember. A sausage. It's a long time ago. I've got a mouthful of sausage. That's it. Yeah. yeah. I've got a mouthful of sausage. There we go. Pretending you <laughs> oh, don't listen, know. Oh, listen. I'm going to let you go. You, I'm, I'm, Thank I've God. I've got tears in my eyes now. Bye, bye, sweetheart. Bye, bye. You can't blame me for those tears. You cannot blame me for that. Char. Oh, what is this? Old people quarter or something? I'm supposed to be getting young listeners. We've had Anne, who's 107. Charles has got you pushing on to 98. 70, if you must, David Boyle. Okay, old man. Can you hear me, Boyle? I can, old man. <laughs> yes, what do you want, Gramps? Listen, listen, listen. I think I've uh, made sure going to Guinness Book of Records. I played Sweet Georgia Brown on a church organ. Wouldn't you hear it? Not really. Go on, go on. Just, just a little bit. I don't just, really want to hear it. Just a little bit, and I'll tell you something else then. Oh, go on then. Right, it's going. That was teeth. This is what LBC used to be like ten years ago, and I've been charged with trying to... Well, 
Like, like it, take it away from this. And I'm getting I, sucked back into the old days. Yeah, yeah, I'll tell you something else. That, that woman that was talking... Yes. Uh, ...talked different language. Yes, I could talk another language. Is, it, is this going to be a racist joke? Well, no, no. OK, well, well let's, let's, let's have a go. Well, it's, um... Well, what do you call it? I've lost the bloody language now. Terrible. You've lost the bloody language. Yeah, um... Fours or Dry Your Mui? Jukul... What is that? Jukul's Fours. Jukul's Fours? A dry Yamui. A dry Yeah. What does that mean? I'm not going to tell you, because I'll tell you, if you say that to a gypsy, mate, you're flat, yeah. Oh, for God's sake, so <laughs> I've just said something offensive in gypsy! <laughs> oh, my God! Yeah, you, you can cut it out if you want to, can't you? No, no, no I can't cut it out, because we're on the radio now, Charles! Oh, well, you, you've normally got a seven-minute, uh... A seven-minute delay?! Yeah. Seven seconds. Seven, oh, seven seconds. It's only seven seconds long. Well, you, anyway, you won't go to, you won't go to prison. <laughs> oh, God <laughs> almighty. Well, I've got, I've got a... builders in putting in a new bathroom. I can't afford to get the sack now. You know, you can, I'll, I'll send a letter to whoever it takes to keep you on. Oh, oh that's right. all right. So when, when Ofcom get involved, when my boss gets involved, when everybody at the legal minds of Great Britain get involved... Charles from Worthing is going to send them a letter. Oh, well, I'll send them something. <laughs> oh, yeah, but, oh, blimey. Anyway, any, anything else, Charles? Well, if you want to hear me play live. No, I'm fine, thank you. Bernadette. Hello. Hello, Bernadette. Hi. Hi there. It's about your, um, your problem with women and hair. Hmm. Um, where's the waitress from? Sorry? Where is the waitress from? What waitress? Wasn't, wasn't it a waitress? No, it was just a uh, hot girl in the canteen here oh, at LBC Towers. Oh, right, right, she was a waitress, right. Any idea where she was, where she was from? I think she was from Sales and Promotion, which is the building around the no, corner. No, no, where, where... Oh, she's from, born in England, apparently. I'd, I'd got no idea. I didn't... Know. I, I didn't speak to her at right, all. certain parts of the world yes. um, treat women differently with facial hair. Right. Some of them actually champion it. They actually think it's fine. Ooh. Well, not in this part of the world because we're 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 busy sort of lasering and pluckering and, and the rest of it. We're, we're 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 lasering and what pluckering? Plucking, plucking, plucking. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I, I I personally, I think the hair thing has just got out. Of, it's all got out of proportion. I, what? I I find men with chest hair much more attractive than men without chest hair. But, but hair on men is is all right, isn't it? I'm no, not, well, I'm I mean, chest hair, men are going to the to the, um, the laser clinics and oh. lasering all this stuff off and it's terrible. Now, that's silly, yes. It's men should... Yeah, men should should stay as they are. Well, well not just that. I mean, I find a lot of women are really sort of, um... Uh, they mince around a bit. You know, yes. I don't like men with hair on their chest and the rest of it. I hear a lot of that and I just don't get... Although I'm starting... I must admit, I'm going to say this is the first on LBC, I'm starting to get slightly hairy shoulders. Now, that's Good. worrying. Excellent. I mean, it's not... Just Harry Bax fantastic as well. I'm not, sorry. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, someone has a favourite. Yeah. I don't hear it. I hear women saying, oh, I don't like men with hair and they're this and that. That's nonsense. On their this and that. Wow, again, it's... it's, it's uh, Bernadette, listen, have you got a moustache? Uh, not anymore. Ah! 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 So she removed her moustache. Uh, 870 uh, LBC 97.3. It's the hair special. Oh, well, we're selling on a pace. We're carrying on talking about, uh, hairy people. Well, hairy people as well, I suppose. It's, I don't... It's, it's, it makes me slightly uncomfortable talking about this. But it's out there, so we'll talk about that. Uh, living legends. The only living legend we've got is Cliff Richards. And not Willie Nelson and Alice Cooper, as Magnus and Hampstead has emailed in. Uh, and, of course, pregnant women should cover up a bit, shouldn't they? Bit of respect for the baby. 870 There we go. What's all the fuss about? Now... 
I've just had a hobnob, and I've just had five hobnobs, <laughs> and they're delicious, but they're very dry, aren't they, hobnobs? So excuse me as I, uh, uh mm. a little swig of water. Uh, in about an hour's time, we have got the 5.38 to Daily Correspondent update. Chris, how many correspondents have we got lined up so far? One. <laughs> oh, wow! You, I don't know if you heard that there, uh, uh, dear listener. Chris, Chris was so furious that we only have one, uh, he actually fed back. I, uh, Chris was, was feeding, uh, feeding back, is the technical term. Can you do that again, Chris? One. There we go, that's better. What's that it's weird sonic noise? Anyway, uh, 0870 uh, Arlette is in the Crawley. Hiya. Hello, Arlette. Yeah, I don't want to see pregnant women's stomachs. I don't want to see very fat women's stomachs either. Just oh. get more clothing, you know, uh, buy a bit more. They should do. Now, listen, I'm on your side. Let's, these are two separate issues, though. With fat women, I mentioned this, I think, yesterday... I saw a, f- uh, a fat bird, short skirt, really short crop top, and just a big belly just hanging over the edge. And that's disgusting. She should walk more, eat less, and buy a jumper. You know, just <laughs> co- cover that up. But pregnant, like that. pregnant women, though, they think, oh, because I've got a baby inside me, I'm, like, special, so I should be allowed to... And pregnant people are beautiful. They're not. It's like these, oh, mod- these models these models on the covers of magazines, and they're pregnant, and they're just holding their big pregnant bellies. It's horrible. It is horrible. Keep it away. If it's private as well, you know, hide it. It's nice for you to wear more, you know. Show a little less. Some... I've, also, I've also got um, a, a famous person, mm. you know, for your... Uh, oh, living, living, legend, a living legend. A living legend. Yeah. Rod Stewart is the only bloke that can oh, walk no. and actually look like a crocodile handbag at the same time. It's I, horrible. You, I was in Selfridges once. I don't go there very often. But I was in there once with a friend. And there was a, a really beautiful, 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 glamorous woman with what looked like her short granddad. A short we, crocodile handbag. Yeah, and we turned around and said, who's that beautiful woman? And who's a, Oh, my God, that's Rod Stewart and that woman he's going out with. And I he, know, I've met him. I he, met him. Personally met him. He's revolting. Well, that's, that's your opinion, Arlen. I'm sure no, he's... he looks revolting. He looks revolting, yes. It's like a crocodile handbag. What were you doing meeting Rod Stewart? Um, well, I was looking at his passport. <laughs> Why, are you uh, like a, a pickpocket? I might have done something like that, yeah. Oh, nice. Well, Arlette, <laughs> listen, thank you very much for that. She was bonkers. Conrad. Good afternoon, Ian. How are you doing? Oh, by the way, John, we didn't speak to John in the first hour. If he's, if he's around and wants to come back. You know Stroppy John? We didn't speak to him. We just left him on I left him on hold for 45 minutes and didn't go back to him. So I don't know if he wants to come back on. Yes, Conrad, I'm very, very well, thank you. Good, good, good. I've got living legends for you. Okay. Muhammad Ali. No. Why not? No, I'm not having him. Gene Simmons. No, I'm not having Gene Simmons. I, no, I see. Um, uh, Muhammad Ali is close. Um, yeah, okay, no, well, I, well, no, well, no, I'm going to. I'm going to have him. I'm going to. Ha- I'll, I'll put Muhammad Ali down. Yay! There we you, go. You got one. So so far, the leg- living legends we've got. I'm taking this really seriously. This is why I'm umming and ahhing about it. The living legends we've got are Cliff Richards and Muhammad Ali. Sugar Ray Leonard. Oh, no, shut up. You can't, you, you can't have another box. You, you struck gold with one box. So let's leave it at that, comrade. It ain't happening. OK, I'll, I'll leave it like that, then. I was supposed to go to the boxing at Ali Pali last Friday. Uh-huh. Uh, and I didn't go because I thought I was going to be busy. And then the thing I was supposed to be doing got cancelled, so I could have gone, and I, but I couldn't get hold of the guy that had the tickets. Have you ever been to a boxing match, comrade? Many years ago, I saw um, Lloyd Hannigan fight at Albert Hall. Any good? 
he was, well, it was in his, it was when after he had passed his his, hay, his heyday, so he, he was on his way out. So, I, I do, yeah, I do like that when when boxers retire, then ten years later they get offered like two million dollars uh, yeah. for a fight, and they come back and they're all fat and they're old and they got some young kid who just goes in and beats the cack yeah. out of them. In fact, have you been watching the Contender on ITV on ITV Four? Oh no, is this the um, uh, the thing with Sylvester Stallone where he trains up a boxer or something? Well, he's not in this series. Oh, but right. Sugar Ray Leonard, you know, he's basically they get basically ten fighters together yeah. and um, they fight for the, the chance to like make it to the big time, and it's a very good program. One of the best reality ones going, I would say. Oh no, I, I will check that out. Thank you, comrade. No problem. You take care, Ian. Good lad. It was a nice. Uh... I was supposed to go for a run tonight. I was going to go for a run after work tonight. I've even got my tracksuit trousers with me at work in my bag. And I'm just, I'm just looking at the clock. It's, it's, it's 20, just gone 25 minutes to five. And I'm thinking, oh, I can't be bothered. I'm going to go home. going to watch Dragon's Den. Nice. Dragon's Den in here. Go on, MySpace. Mess around a bit. Play Dead Rising on the Xbox. A bit of Mario Kart. I'm going to go to bed. I don't think I can be bothered to go for a run. Nick, do, uh, should I feel guilty, Nick, for not going for a run? Well, I think running is boring. Well, it, it is boring. It is, it? It's boring. I mean, you're just going to run, and then you're going to come back, and then what's the point? Yeah, well, it, keep, it keeps you fit, and it lowers your well, chance of getting a heart attack. Uh, I don't think so, because you're breathing all those fumes in as well, aren't you? Well, I'll go, go, go running through some woods or something. Nice. The nice. thing is, uh, it does... It is boring, and, uh, you know, I, I take my iPod, and I listen to stuff on that, or, mm -hmm. I, you know, I, I, what I can't do is what people have told me about, is when they get into the zone... And, and well, the, exactly the zone where they sort of they, their mind switches off, they become oblivious to the physical pain. Time just passes. I can't. I'm I'm there almost counting every single step. That's how is aware that, I am. Is that when they hit the wall? No, the what? No, the wall is when you about seventeen miles into a marathon. Oh, okay. So it's only seventeen miles. You hit the wall seventeen. Unless unless you're Jade Goody, and then it's about three hundred yards, I think. <laughs> Oh, bless her, Cotton Socks. No, I've worked with her. Don't bless her. Anyway, Nick. Living legends. Yeah. You are the sun. I am the moon. You are the words. I am the tune. Play me. Yeah. You want, you want Lord Neil of Diamond in there? Yeah. Surely. Oh. Living legends. man has written so many fantastic songs, not only for himself, but for other people. Oh, didn't he wrote, um... He wrote that. He did, yep. Oh, I'm a believer. I'm a believer. Oh, what a fantastic record that is. Uh, Neil Diamond's on the list. We, we, we're, up, we're up to three so far. Three living legends. Thank you very much for that, matey. Nick, you're a good lad. Thank you for that. If anyone can... I, I'm not going to go for a run tonight. I'm saying it now because the more I say it and the earlier I decide it, the less guilty I will feel when I don't go out and have a run. I'll have to have a run on Saturday or something. God. Is there any way of making it fun? Making running fun, that's probably too strong a word. I don't know how you just switch off your mind and enter the zone. And by the zone, I mean the world where you're unaware that you're running. Your thoughts are off somewhere else. You're not. I, it's almost, I'm almost literally counting the number of footsteps I take. And looking at my watch every 30 seconds and going, oh, I need to me. Okay, fine, that works. I'm just one of those weird people who just actually enjoys it. I, 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 like, I like a good, uh, you know, a sprint, a 400 metre sprint... Fair enough. Well, but, you should do more of that. But but the actual, my, you know, the, I, I've got, I see a personal trainer at my gym. It's nothing fancy. It's one of the ones that comes with the gym. 
And, yeah, got that. Yeah. and he's always saying, well, you know, he wants me to run twice a week, and the most I can manage is 20 minutes. After 20 minutes, I am absolutely knackered, and I can't move at- or breathe at all. He wants me to get that up to 30 minutes, and he's now started adding a little bit of a sprint at the end of it as well. Oh, yeah. If you actually, did you actually do it? Is that the thing? I can't do 30 minutes. I did 30 minutes once. If you keep doing it, it might get easier. Mm, I just want to... The thing is, it, it, the main thing is, is it's physically painful and it's boring. Okay, well, if you don't like it, you should just give up, I think. Wow, you're, you're motivational, Pete. Yeah, well, I'm good at that. Okay, nice one. What did you call in for? Uh, well, firstly, I'm 23, so I'm a young listener, just like you're looking for. Excellent, thank um, you. Yes, and secondly, beards are great, hairy men great, that's me. Um, Beard, thirdly, beards are great, but I think by hairy men, that uh, mad woman, uh, I can't remember her name, uh, was t- meant like hair on the body. You know sometimes you see, uh, that you see people and they are just covered in hair, they look like the wolf man. Yeah, I think, I think that's good, I think women like that, sensible women do. Okay, you see, you're, you're, have you got a really hairy back? Um, not hairy back, hairy front. Okay, you're, you're okay. I've got, I mean, I've got a hairy oh, chest. Okay. I've got a hairy chest. Uh, Chris, look at my hairy chest. I'm sure he enjoyed that. Oh. What? What's wrong God. with that? What's wrong with hairy chest, hairy stomach, and I'm just starting to get, not badly, it's not like, I'm not like a freak, but I'm starting to get just like a few hairs on my shoulders. Oh, that's good, that's good. Mm. Becoming a real man. Thank anyway, you, Anyway, what I wanted to talk about... Yes. ...was pregnant women. Oh, yeah. I think pregnant women should cover up, but that's not because they're pregnant. I think just all women should cover up a little bit more. You don't need... You don't need to see that. Whether they're attractive or not, you don't need to see quite as much skin as they're all revealing. Oh, no. I, if, they're, if they're hot, then surely we should have a little bit of flesh. No, I don't think so. I mean, I think a woman is far more attractive when she's wearing lots of clothes and you can work out she's attractive without her bearing everything. Uh, do you know, there's something in that, I suppose, but there's something quite nice... Uh, no, no, you're wrong. In the no, summer... No, you're wrong. No, you're wrong. In the summer, it's nice to see a well-formed midriff... I suppose I can see where you're coming from, but on the whole, I think we need a little less of that. Okay, so you're a bit, a bit, you're afraid of women, then, Pete? No, no, he's afraid of women. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine. Of course, we want to see that because I just don't think pregnant women. There are some people who get. Oh, uh, uh, I believe there is a fetish for pregnant women that some men only find pregnant women uh, sexually uh, arousing. Uh, 0870 is the telephone number. Ian at lbc.co.uk. Uh, we'll have more of your calls after we've had uh, just a little bit of this. Imagine buying your dream car at an affordable price in a relaxed, non-pressured sales environment. Up to 2,000 cars on display. Endless lines of cars, all shapes and sizes, and in various colours too. All cars undergo a 114-point quality check so you can buy with complete confidence. <laughs> Del, get this, right? We've just been watching Sky News, and there's a fella on there reporting outside Buckingham Palace. Yeah. Uh, he's wearing a cream suit, like a, 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 a white shirt with, uh, with blue pinstripes, blue stripes in it, thicker than pinstripes. Yeah. And a, a mauve tie. Nice! It was, he looked like a <laughs> pimp from, from like some 70s film. It was awful. It probably is. The Queen's probably looking to enhance her salary, isn't she? Yeah, which, possibly. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> anyway, Dale. How you doing? Well, listen, a bit more travel news for you. I'm on the M25 oh, and God, going to? clockwise at right. Junction 16. It is at a standstill. And that was missed off the travel news, so oh, just try to avoid this if you can. It's a nightmare. Anyway, get back to the uh, Ian, if I can. Yes, please. 
I'm actually considering having IPL. Have you ever heard what that is? Yeah, uh, internet, uh, no, I don't know. (laughs) No, not that kind of IPL. Intense pulse laser treatment. I, um... My, I have a beard which looks like Desperate Dan at the end of the day. Right. You have to shave probably two times a day to keep it. Oh, you're uh, one of those blokes, a two-timer. Yeah, but it, yeah, yeah. Uh, only in that sense, as a wife will, I'm sure, uh, back up. But I hate shaving. I've got really sensitive skin. Yeah. And so I'm going to take this intense pulse laser light treatment, which you have three or four treatments, and it permanently stops the hair growth. On Permanent? Your now, listen, I'm, I'm on your side. Women say, oh, it's hard being a woman. We have babies and have periods. Well, get, got it easy. Get real, got get it real easy. sister. We have to shave every day. Yeah, uh, which I is, hate it. I hate it as well. I don't. I shave. Well, I'm like, not having it. I shave once it, a week, but uh, it's going to cost about. <laughs> it's going to cost about six hundred quid again for the. For the and you'll never shave again. No, and you'll save that in razor blades. Razor blades ain't cheap now. So I, the way I look at it, I'm going to save it in that. Is and that? I, I just hate it. I mean, I like to feel nice and you know, it's nice to be freshly shaved and uh, it, you know, you, but I just don't nice. like doing it. But the thing is, you, you, it means you'll never. How old are you, Dell? I'm. Sorry, you're Adrian. I'm 35. Well, I'm I'm 33, so I'm actually quite a bit younger than you. Okay. Uh, but you, <laughs> so you're never going to be able to grow a beard. No. And are you are you all right with that? Supposing you get to I'm... 70 and you want a beard. Why would I want a beard at 70? But, but I don't, have you ever had a beard, like a full beard? Uh, a goatee. And what did you think? It's it's okay for about four or five days, but then oh. after that it just gets as itchy as hell. See, I, I I do like I don't like shaving. I do like a beard. I've got a job that finishes, I think, in three or four weeks. Once it finishes, I'm going to grow a beard for for a month or so because I have no reason to be clean shaven. Yeah. So I'm going to have a bit of a beard. Uh, I'm looking forward to it, and I like having that freedom. Of oh, sorry, I've got a bit of hobnob in my mouth. Hang on. <laughs> Spit it out. Oh, stuck in the back of my throat. There we go. I like having the, the knowing. I can, so this thing means you're never going to be able to grow a beard. Exactly. Is it going to hurt? Um, they say not. I've been I've been doing a lot of research on it over the last six months, probably. And I did look at having the laser treatment, which that does. I I went and had a, a, a spot test, as they call it, yeah. a patch test for the laser treatment, and that hurt like hell. Yeah. So I said, "There's no way I'm having that done." But the intense pulse laser, it's just beams of intense uh, light, and it just kills it. I I had, uh, a, I had I used to have a bit of a scar on my face, on my cheek, my right cheek. Yeah. And I went and got, I had this, like, 700 pounds treatment, and I had to go about do- eight times. So, and what they would do is they would, it's a slightly different thing, but they would scrape a layer of the skin off of my face. So my entire face, she would scrape a layer of the skin off. Then she put it, oh man, it hurt. Then they put this kind of acid on your face. Right. Uh, and then they, then they shined uh, this light on it, this really intense, quite hot light. It was, she, and she said, oh, it won't hurt. It might sting a little bit. It was the most painful thing I've ever had in my life. And I've still got a little bit of the scar. And she said, look, if you book another three or four sessions, we can get rid of that. And I said, to be honest, love, I'm fine with that. I can live with that. Well, let me tell you, one of these places they've done this patch test in was just underneath the entrance to the nose. So, you know, like, the, the top of the moustache, like, very top there, yeah. and a little patch there, and that, I've never felt pain like it. I'm not joking. It really, really hurts. And your, your missus is up for you getting this done, is she? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Okay. Well, she, she, she wants some, uh, she wants to go and have some surgery of her own, so it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a play-off at the moment. But, well, yeah, no, she, she is happy for What, it. what, is she getting her boobs done? Yeah, she wants to, she wants to get a pump-up you, here. You, she wants to get a what? A pump-up. All right. She's pumped up, doesn't she? She's, Steady she's, on. She's about an A-cup at the moment. She wants to go to a D. You right. sound, and you sound quite excited by that prospect. Hey, w- wouldn't you be? Have you ever, uh, again, let's be delicate because of the time of day, and there are <laughs> young people in the car. Have you ever cupped a fake breast? I've cupped several, but let me just tell you something. There's two sorts. Several. One where you can have the implant in front 
of the muscle, yeah. and then that's not very nice. It feels like wobbly water. But the one that she <laughs> wants to have is where they implant it behind the muscle. All right. And so it, it's a totally different feel, and it, it, it does feel a lot more natural. How come? You, uh, hang on a second, dear. How come you felt a couple already? I'm 34 years, 35 years old, Ian, so... Good lad, you've <laughs> I've lived... not been married forever. Uh, Dale, listen, when are you getting the, the, this thing done on your face? Um, I, certainly in the next month we're looking Give us it. a call when you've had it done, let me know how it goes. Will do, thank you. Thank you. That sounds insane. That sounds ridiculously, uh, uh, painful, whatever they say. And surely you want to have the option of growing a beard, don't you? Um, oh, look, um, there we go. Uh, Michael Jack- A lot of people say Michael Jackson is a living legend. No, you've misunderstood. You've completely misunderstood. Living legend, Jesus. Well, that's, uh, um, uh, um, okay. Uh, uh, we're compiling a list of living legends. So far, the only living legends, and this proves that you, you can be alive and be a legend, despite what my producer, Adrian Crisp, says. Uh, Cliff Richards, Neil Diamond, and Muhammad Ali. If you could, we're not having Jimmy Savile, we're not having David Hasselhoff, and we're certainly not having Michael Jackson. 0870 Uh, spy working for British intelligence, it's Dion in the Langley! Uh, good evening. Good afternoon, it's not evening till six o'clock, sir. Oh, sorry, no, it's five to five. Correct. Yeah. Or, as the, or as, as the Fonzie would say, correcta mundo. Yeah, correcta mundo. Correcta mundo. Dear, can we just bring my birdie down a bit? I'm going to play some. Do you mind if I play some music behind us while we uh, we talk? Do I want to play some music? Uh, well, d- do you? I don't know if I've got any to play. Well, I've got something. Shall I, shall I play a song while we talk? Yeah, sure. Okay. Yes, Dion, what can I do for you? Um. Just. You're playing the monkeys? Yeah. Yeah. Listen, don't worry about that, you ignore that. No, there's nothing wrong with it. You is know, it put it, is it, I, I feel... me and my dad. Why, was your dad in the monkeys? No, he was in the forces. Okay. They, they were a manufactured army, weren't they? What? Um, is, is the music putting you off, Dion? No, no, not at all. Okay, okay, well, let's, let's see if we can... If you look, look in front of you, can you see the, the, the point? Let's head, head towards that, shall we? Let's go. Where am I looking at? The 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 point is. Let's What what did you call in for, Dion? I don't know. You were going to call in and see me. Sorry, what? You were going to call in and talk to me. No, hang on. No, no. The way it works. You were going to call in and talk to me. Um. No, you phoned us up, didn't you? No, you said you were, you had something to call up about. Um, no, okay, let me explain how it works. It's, you, people phone in, 0870 uh, yeah. you've done that, and that would imply you've got something to say, have you? Well, I've got something to say. Well, what is it? Um. God. Come on, Dion. Well, I've got... What? About... About Afghan. What? About, uh, taking stuff over abroad. Taking stuff out from abroad? Yeah, taking over abroad. What, what, what are you, what is he talking about? I don't know what you're talking about, Dion. Yeah, where we can take stuff over. Where? Dion, are you all right? Yeah. 
Tell, whether you can stay. Whether yeah, you can. Whether we can. Take stuff over. Yeah. What abroad? Yeah. Should be. We can... Should be all right, shouldn't it? Yeah, well, we should do. Whether we can take over our bags. Yeah, let's have a go. You know? Okay, well, thanks for that. Right? Yeah. We take our bags. Yes. And, um... Ooh. Yes. Shall we try again tomorrow, Dion? Yeah, we're on it. Okay, good, lad. Ah, oh, dearie, dearie me. Uh, I, I, I've not got a clue. I've not got a clue. 0870 You can explain the last four minutes of what you've just heard on LBC 97.3. Uh, so, uh, 0870 it's, it's five past five already. It's flown by today, actually. It's been cracking. If you've just tuned in, you missed uh, Jeff Wayne, War of the Worlds. Shame on you. Oh, next week's Music Thursday is on Friday. Does that make sense? And we've got Sparks coming in, which I'm very, very excited about. I should dig out some Sparks records over the weekend and listen to them. Uh, but they're on tour. I think they're playing I think they're playing the Forum Saturday the 30th or something like that. Whatever we'll work next week. Anyway. Uh, so 0870 We've been speaking about ladies with tashes, uh, and that's moved on to speak about hair in general, and it's rank! It's not good, although, you know, hairy backs are bad, hairy chests you can get away with. Blokes I'm talking about here, obviously. Uh, pregnant ladies should cover up. Uh, uh, we're trying to find some living legends. All we've got so far, Cliff Richards, Neil Diamond and Muhammad Ali. That's it. Uh, and not, um, Stuart Hall, as Lino has uh, foolishly foolishly suggested. Bruce is in the Stoken Church. Aha! Ooh, crikey, that good was... day, good day. Listen, Living Legends, yep. I came up with it, I thought about it. Yep. The Queen! Don't be so stupid. Of course, imagine, look, she keeps Charlie off the, off the throne. Yeah. Imagine her whole mad family. Imagine living in that house with them lot. Right. She deserves an accolade. Well, the accolade is not going to be Living Legend on... Well, the... yes, it is. That's a good accolade. And also... But it's not, it's not correct. Women, yes. What about a lady with a hairy areoli? I once knew one. That's, was that the nipple? That's the bit around the nipple. Yes, I've, if, se- if I've seen that. Have, yeah, but have, well, when, if you licked it anti-clockwise... Oh, no, 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 we can't, we can't have that. Can't have that. Go away. Uh, Lucy. Yes, hi. Hello, Lucy. You're on the radio. Hi. Hi there. Um, I wanted you to, um, desperately put Michael Jackson into the list. I know you said you didn't want to, but he's, he's the most amazing performer and he's practically changed the world, in my opinion. Right, in your opinion, but th- your opinion is wrong. He is, how has he, how has he changed the world? He has it all, like, the charity work he's done. So many performers that are out at the moment say that it's just solely because of him that they're out there, like Beyonce, um, so Justin Timberlake, Usher, oh God, you know. Oh, God, the me- that lot. Like, the music business wouldn't be what it is without without him. But c- can I suggest something to you, Lucy? Yeah? He's rubbish. He is not rubbish. He's he's created a new music, he's created a new dance style. Whoa, 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 whoa. He's not, whoa, what, what new music did he create? He did, he created, like, a whole new style of music Which, wait, wait, he ha- brought out. What, what style of music did he create? Um, well, when you watch his videos and listen to his music, it's all much more staccato, he's pulled from James Brown, he's okay. created, like, a whole new dance so, so, style. So, what you've, well, okay, okay, well, so you, you, you've proved, you've disproved your first argument there by saying he's created a whole new musical style, he's co- he's co- uh, taken stuff from James Brown. So he's copied James Brown and put a little disco beat to it. 
What new, and I can take you on this next argument quite easily, what new dance style has he created? He, um, he, like, he, um, pulled from, like, the locking of the 70s, and he made his own. What? Everything he's done, he's made his own. What, what, da- what new dance, name one new dance Michael Jackson came up with? The moonwalk. Uh-uh. You're wrong. Do you know where, do you know where Michael Jackson got the moonwalk from? I know it was the lockers, but he, he made, he made it so much more, he made it travel more, well, he made it, was, it more magical. It was Shalimar, actually. But he did, he copied it off Shalimar. Lucy? Yeah? I seem to have blown your mind with that argument. No, but you, you have to be on the list, because he, he's, he's just amazing. No, he's not going on the list. God, but, what, what is happening here? I, I've cut her off, because she was bonkers. You, well, listen, oh, jeez. I had to prompt her every time I wanted her to say something. Surely me making a point and then stopping meant that you could say something. But instead, instead I had to say, right, your turn to talk. And that uh, does not, no, not yet, Tony, not you. Sorry, I was talking to that last girl I've uh, cut sorry, off. Sorry, sorry. not sorry. Tony, not yeah. your turn to talk yet. I won't talk. Good lad. Uh, your, your turn to talk now, Tony. All oh, right, OK. Uh, well, f- first, first of all, uh, that you missed the boxing, but uh, I was a boxer for ten years. Yes. Uh, so, so you, you, you missed uh, you missed uh, really fit people uh, punching each other's lights out. So that that's good. Sounds blinding to me. It does sound good well, to me. Yeah, but the funny thing about it is, yeah. um, when you're fit. Yeah. And, 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 you know, you, you feel so confident. Yes. They don't actually hurt you that much. Shut it, up. Of course they do. No, no, they don't. Of course and, they do. Well, you know, they're talking about this zone that you get into. <coughs> you yeah. know, I've, I had a man break his hand hitting me in the head. Oh, and, and I know it's a dangerous thing and, and, and one shouldn't condone it. But the fact is that I didn't realise at the time that I was being pummeled quite so hard because I was fighting fit. But that's not why I called. Why I called... <coughs> yes, sir. Why I called is that whilst I was having my, my brains rattled... Yes. ...over ten years, I've, I know exactly what Ceylon, uh, Dion uh, Ceylon was uh, talking about. Ceylon, 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 Ceylon. Yeah. Yes. What he was talking about, uh, taking stuff abroad... Oh, Dion, yes. Yeah, well, I I understand what he's on about, and I will, in fact, be taking stuff abroad. OK, this is the call we had uh, just before the news, before five o'clock. Dion, yeah. I was slightly confused by Dion, and I, I think me playing the music underneath him confused him. Yes, yeah. Well, you could play the Indian monkey music, and uh, you, you won't... You won't uh, OK, well, let's have the... Well, yeah. Hang on a minute, let's get the, the Indian monkeys yeah. uh, queued up. Here we go. Let's, it was uh, nice, actually. Quite it was, nice. It was that, very, very pleasant, wasn't it? Is that that sh- uh, Lankra guy? No, it's, um... Oh, I can't remember the name of the dude that, uh... Not, not the Mumtaz, is it? No, it's a fella called, uh, um, Lord Sitar. Lord Sitar. Yes, Lord Sitar. Oh, oh, right, yeah, that, that'll be that'll be number three on the menu for four. Right, OK. Well, you want to play that? Oh, yeah, hang on a second, I'm just getting the queued you're up. You're getting confused. Here we go. You've got the music. Oh, no, that's the wrong one. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, is that any music? Hang on, here we go. There we go. Lovely. Yes. Right, what he was on about, right, was taking stuff abroad, uh, and, and, and I'm taking stuff abroad right. uh, very shortly uh, to, to the island of Mauritius. Yes. Uh... 
And what he's saying is that all English people that are genuinely, you know, English going on holiday shouldn't be restricted uh, with the luggage that they take inside the aircraft with them, which I think really is a pointless exercise anyway. Because we only put it in a cupboard and then pull it out again when we get to the end of our journey. So what's the point of taking it separately? You might as well put it in a blimming case and just carry your passport. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, the plane will take off a lot quicker and you won't have great big arses dragging around uh, uh, sports bags when 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 they've already got giant suitcases in the, in the belly of the aeroplane. Yes, thank you, Tony. Well, As an investor, you want a property that looks fantastic in the right location, but most of all, you want... Re- Brent! Ah, uh, Mr Lee, at last. At last, Brent, we, we finally get to speak. Yeah, of course, of course. Uh, unfortunately, I'm not in the Brent anymore, I'm actually over in uh, St Albans. Ah, oh, can we pretend you're still in Brent, because Brent in Brent sounds good. Yeah, OK, we'll do that. We'll Lovely, do that. thank you. Yeah, but... Right, anyway, Mr Lee, I was, uh, I was ringing you about the uh, mm. pregnant ladies... Uh, with their bare tops, with their bare bellies showing, with their tops up. Yep, cover it up. I don't um, want to see it. Absolutely disgusting. I agree with you 110%. Wow. Uh, uncalled for, I think, really. Yeah. Uh, my, my other half at the moment is due. Um, and uh, if she tried that, I'd say, Oi, Doris, no. You'd, 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 you'd put the, your foot down, would you? As, yeah, as a, a gentleman should still be able to do, but we can't do it anymore these days. Cause we're no, no, no. Well, uh, I get a little say in it, but not much. Uh, well, are you <laughs> one of these blokes that finds pregnant women sexy? Because I find, I think, that, uh, I, it's not a look that appeals to me, let's say. Um, the first month, yes. After they're on, no. Mm. And uh, as you can imagine... Uh, everything else changes from there on. So. And it's not me, listen, it's not me having a dig at pregnant women or, or, or anything like that. It's just some men find them very sexy. I've got a friend of mine who is only attracted to pregnant women. Very odd. But it doesn't right. do anything for me. I wouldn't want to go there. Right, so I take it he's either after he's pregnant or it might be that wrong. No, <laughs> y- y- he's, he's single. <laughs> He's attracted to pregnant women. Now, how does this work? I don't know, but he... There's something seriously wrong there, I think. There's something very seriously (laughs) wrong there, morally and, uh, whatever. Uh, Brent, thank you for that. No worries. There we go. I I suspect, I felt he was a bit disappointed with that phone conversation. He's waited a long time, he said, and that was it, you know. Wasn't, wasn't, um... Wasn't great. Now, Catherine... Hello! Oh, dear. It, it says on my screen, you're in Bunham, but I'm guessing Chris has missed out the R and you're in Burnham. I am in Burnham, yeah. yeah there we go. My dentist is in Burnham. Oh, uh, There we go, yep, yep. Yeah, same as me. Yep. And um, I used to go to, it's now, it's now a travel shop, I think, but there used to be an excellent video, uh, store there that had Betamax videos upstairs. That's right, yeah, and a real windy staircase. The real windy staircase. I'd go upstairs, Absolutely. I'd go, let's dig this, I'd go up there at the age of 13 and I would buy, on Betamax, ex-rental copies of Bruce Lee films that were X-rated. I'd get them for, like, five quid. Absolutely, and horrific movies as well. Yeah. They had all the best horrors up, up they, there. They did have it, in the old days, when it was all a little bit unregulated, they have all the Absolutely. horrors you c- couldn't get anywhere else. Superb. Uh, the reason for me calling yes. is I wanted to put Bruce Forsyth as a living legend. Oh, we were getting on so well, then it turns out you're an idiot! <laughs> I love Bruce Forsyth. I was brought up on the London Palladium. So, as far as I'm concerned, he's only brought his best uh, game shows, but... What was his... Do, no, I, I tell you the reason he can't be a living legend. Okay. He was in a sitcom. Do you remember his sitcom? Uh, it was... Uh, and he played a manager of a supermarket... 
and it was called something like Mr. Wheeler's... No, not Mr. Wheeler, who's my physics teacher. <laughs> uh, it, a wheel, it was called, like, Wheeler's Choice. Wheeler? Or, f- uh, f- um, frig- uh, um, um, something... It was something... His name, then something. Something, something. Oh, really? Oh, that's And I think because me. you can't remember, I think we should still let him be a living legend. Hang on. Oh, hang on. Lindy. I think we'll get a lot of lots of calls about. We'll get lots of what did you say? Lots of calls about Bruce. I don't think that's right? what you said first time round. <laughs> Lindy, do you remember what the sitcom was called? Uh, so I, did, I missed that bit. What was that? The sitcom with Bruce Forsyth in. No. It was Bruce it, Forsyth is a living legend. Oh, n- your same birth year as me, Ian. So you should be. Is you that know, her What? Is that Habiba? No, it's Lindy. <laughs> no, but, I'm Lindy. Oh, no, who's, who's oh, shouting? Oh, oh, what? Hang on. <laughs> who, who am I talking to, then? I'm Lindy. Right, and who's and Catherine? I'm, and I'm Catherine from the Burnham. Oh, right. you sounded like Habiba, sorry. Who sounded like Habiba? You both got the same voice. Catherine sounded like Habiba. Catherine, say Catherine sounded like Habiba. Catherine sounds like Habiba. Okay, you don't sound like Who was born in the same year as me? Y- me. Who's that? 73, Catherine. Oh, God almighty, but I was talking to Lindy then. <laughs> well, you're not Hello. now. You've both got the same voice. This is blowing my mind. Right, so Catherine, no, you can't have Bruce Forsyth. I'm going to cut you off. Okay. There we go. Lindy. Hello. Yes. I'm going to talk to you about your hair. Okay. On your back. Oh, well, no, 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 no. Hang on one second. Let's just clear this up. All I have on my back is a few wisps on my shoulder. I, I, only maybe half a dozen. It's not that hairy. You will get hairier, though. Well, yeah, but I'm not going to be like the wolf boy at school. Well, my husband wasn't when I married him. And then when he was in his early 60s, he started getting hairy and hairy. And now he's covered in hair. Oh, is it hideous? No, it's lovely. Even on his back? Yeah, doesn't bother me at all. Some men have hairy neck. some men have hairy bums. Yeah, he's got a hairy bum, but oh, not very hairy. It, makes, it just makes me uncomfortable. Hair on my chest is fine. When I when I was growing up, I never wanted to have hair on my chest and it's happened, it's here and it's fine, and I'm used to that. I don't want any more hair on my body. I do think you will get more, I'm afraid. But don't worry, it's fine. Okay, well so you you, you find it sexy, do you? Yeah. Okay, so if okay. Well that's that's you know, comforting, I suppose. That's reassured you, has it? Yes, it has. Thank you very much, Lindy. Okay, There bye. we go, bye-bye. Uh, yeah. uh, Sasan. Yes, mate. You're on the radio, isn't it? Robert Redford. No, it's Ian Lee. I know, but Robert Redford is the legend. Uh, no, he's not. Oh, wait, 7090 is the phone number. The living agents we've got so far, Cliff Richards, Neil Diamond, Muhammad Ali. Uh, I'm taking these very seriously, okay? These are very serious. You have to fit... I don't quite know what the criteria is to be a legend. But it's more than just, you know, Robert Redford, he's an all right, he was an all right actor, but a legend? I, I, I don't think so. Jerry's in the Leytonstone. Hello, Ian. Hello, Jerry. Long time no, no here, mate. Yeah. Are you at work? What? Are you at work? Yeah, I'm doing the radio, isn't it? Ah, I thought, I thought I was on your mobile. No. No? What's going on? I'm doing the radio show. You're, you're speaking as though we actually know each other in the real world. Oh, I thought we did. Uh, no. No, what's going on? Were you busy? I'm doing... What do you mean, what's going on? I'm doing the radio show. Oh, yeah, well, loads of nutters phoning you up. Loads of freaks pretending they know me. <laughs> now, right, Ian, you're the man. What's going on, mate? Good show today? I thought it was, I thought it was brilliant. Yesterday was absolutely superb, I thought. Triple M, 
maybe lose, lose, lose my job. I lost my job because of that. I can't go up in the morning, Ian, at 7 o'clock. I can't, I can't do it on a Monday morning. Triple M, 10 to 1, 6 hours sleep. Uh, I, I, I can't get up because I lost my job because of you. So I'd like to know what you're going to do about that, really, Ian. Have you ever peed in a swimming pool? Vrinda, what are you doing, you woman? Have you ever peed in a swimming pool? Yeah, no, uh, every time I go into a pool, I pee in it, mate. Uh, you know, uh, you know, you, uh, you, uh, uh... Come spit it, spit it out, mate. Go on. I'm a bit go sad. On. Go on. I'm a bit sad. Why? A burger's, um, come, uh, has come into the house. What? Um, uh, it's starting to beat me up. Uh, well, he's not doing hard enough, is he, really, because he's still talking to me. Yeah, yeah that's funny, isn't it? Yeah, it's funny. So I'll come yeah, round there and beat you up. Why are you in college, mate? So I'll come round there and beat you up. Oh, uh, me? The number 91 bus was on time today. Vrinda, <laughs> you can't beat me up. You're you're a woman. You, ha you have to ask yourself. You've got woman hands. Do I feel lucky? You feel lucky? Well, do you? Punk. I, I feel lucky all the time, mate. Punk. How could you beat me up when you got woman hands? Punk! <laughs> Verinda, you got woman hands. Do you paint your nails? Boys will be boys! Verinda, <laughs> uh, do, do you paint your nails? If you've just missed that... Hello, how you doing? Yeah, good. Uh, mate, uh, just found out to have a little argument with you, really. Oh, um, oh! Yeah, I can't have it. You know, pregnant women, there's nothing wrong with pregnant women, mate. And I'm showing their, their navels and their airy areolas. I mean, it's beautiful. I don't Chris, know what the problem is. Chris, yeah. you're, you're a Muppet. Oh, come on. But stay there. We'll have this argument after the news. Okay. Unless, unless you bottle it and put the phone down like a I'm, coward. I'm there, mate. I'm there. Yeah, we'll, we'll see if he's there after the latest news headlines. <laughs> I just think that Nigel's sounding a bit old. Hmm. Uh, 08709090973. Look, we've been talking about ladies with moustaches, and then that evolved into hairy men, and pregnant ladies should cover up living legends. After half past five to about half past six, that's when it kind of all goes off the rails a bit. I try to steer this ship as well as I can. It goes a bit mental, so, you know, whatever happens now, I, I'm not responsible for. Although legally I am. Uh, oh, yeah, Chris was going to have a, a go at me. Chris, away you go. Yeah, uh, yeah, you bang out of order, mate. What I've got to say. I mean, what do you think you're doing, really? That's your argument, is it? Uh, no, all right, all right. <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's not great, <laughs> mate. Oh, right, sorry. Okay, uh, women with uh, showing their, their their bellies is good. There's nothing wrong with that. Pregnant women showing their bellies is good. I think that's fine. Have, I mean, have a bit of respect for the baby. Oh, oh, come on! The baby's hidden away. You can't even see the baby. Yeah, the baby's hidden away by flesh. Let's hide away the flesh that's covering the baby. No, that's that's fine. The baby needs needs to feel some atmosphere. Oh, you, know, you are talking out of your. If you're going to talk nonsense, then you might as well put the phone down now all because right, that's right. rubbish. Have you, have you got a hairy airy? Yes, I have. You have. Okay. Well, that proves my point. Yeah, you, it's, it's a natural thing. Yeah. What all to right, have no, hairy no, nipples? No, no, I'm going. Yeah, hairy nipples, are all right. Yeah. Hairy nipples on a man. Yeah, but I mean, if I was pregnant, yeah, if I was a woman and I got what? pregnant, I, I would walk around. You know, I'd, if it was if it was a summer's day, yeah, I'd walk around with a uh, with my navel showing, and I wouldn't have a problem with that. But the thing, I tell you, what's so ugly about pregnant women's navels? There's is nothing th ugly about that. How well, can you say that? I'll, if you let me let my point, oh, sorry, you'll, you'll realise. 
their navels push outwards. Yeah. And that's ugly. <laughs> it's what nature intended, obviously. I mean, but it's ugly, though, Chris. No, mate, it's, it's good. It's, it's fine. It's fine. I think you've got. I think you've got it right. Can I say? Was you? I was listening to the station the other day. Yeah. Oh. And do you wear your jeans for three weeks? Yes, I do. Yes. <laughs> oh, see, you're minging, mate. <laughs> you're you're wrong, and you don't know where you're coming from. I know, Chris. I know exactly where I'm coming from. <laughs> no, not really, Ian. Okay, bye, 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 Chris. He was uh, he was an odd fellow, wasn't he? Uh, Sally. Hello, Ian. Hello, Sally. Hello, your show's really great. Thank you. There aren't enough women called Sally. Oh, thank you. It's, it's a good. It's a good name, Sally. I like it. Sally Ann. Ah. <laughs> that's that's over-egging the pudding a bit, isn't it? Well, it was my father. You know, he he, he decided on that. So, but okay, so okay, so there's <laughs> a hy- there's a hyphen involved, is there? Uh, no, no, oh, no okay. I just call myself Sally. Okay, well, they're fantastic. <laughs> anyway, Sally, thanks for calling. It's a pleasure. Bye bye. For a lovely show. Well, uh, oh, did you have something to say? Yes, I did actually. Oh, let's... I just had an yes. idea listening oh. to your show as I was doing my housework, being a old uh, oldie. <laughs> oh, are you an old woman? I am actually. Okay, how, how old are you? Let me hang on. No, don't tell me. Let me guess. <laughs> You're uh, um, sixty-two. Um, not quite. Sixty-five. No, that's horrid. Fifty-seven. That's better. There, uh, so you so you're sixty. No, I'm not. Okay, you sound you sound hot though. It has to be said. Oh, thank you very much. There you go. Anyway, Sally. Um. Yes, my suggestion for the living legend was Paul McCartney. Oh, now, uh, um, it's a tough one, Paul McCartney. Obviously, Beatles, fantastic. Yeah. Um, he's done a lot of rubbish since then, though. He has, but his songs with Lennon McCartney will live on, won't they? And we'll all be singing them, banging them out over, well, our children and our children's children be singing them over pubs. Uh, no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna let you have Paul McCartney. Really? But I would let you have Ringo Starr. And, well, he's, yes, yeah. And I don't quite know why he's more of a legend than Paul McCartney. No, I think I it's... Because has he written anything? He, well, he wrote Octopus's Garden. Oh, did he? But the thing is, I think the, the fact that Ringo has kept his silence, uh, whereas Paul McCartney opens his mouth at every opportunity, and, and often a lot of... It's not his fault, is it, really? Well, it's not his fault he opens his mouth. No, no, I mean with what's going on at the moment. I'm oh, well, yes, yeah, but I'm not, I- ignoring the, the marital problems to, for the moment, everything else. Uh, the entire decade of the 1980s was an embarrassment for McCartney. Mm, yes, but I mean, is it his music that's important? Or the scandal? Boom, 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 aye, aye, boom. And, boom, and I boom, had one, aye, other, aye. one other suggestion, but yeah. I don't know anything about football, but it was just an idea, mm. and that was Pele. No. No? No. No footballers. But okay. I, I am going to put, uh, I'm going to put Ringo Starr on the list. I feel he's more of a legend than McCartney, and I don't, I can't explain it or put it into words, which is unusual for me, because normally I'm quite verbose. Uh, so, so far, the living legends we've got are Cliff Richards, Ringo Starr, Neil Diamond, Muhammad Ali. It's 5.38! It's time for the daily 5.38 daily correspondent update. Brought to you every day. Daily. I'm Annabelle from the Woodford, the supercars and kids Uber Retching correspondent, and here is my update. Yesterday, Richard Hammond crashed a jet car at 180 miles per hour. He was removed from the wreckage and is now seriously ill in hospital. The event happened when the car became out of control and skid dramatically. 
I wish Richard a speedy recovery and hope to see him back on our screens in the near future. Yes, are we all? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, very sad, all of that, isn't he? He was a nice, uh, he is a nice fella. Uh, Bob Mayer. Hello, Ian, how are you? Bob, have you died since we last spoke to each other? No, 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 uh, I may have been back in hospital, but I'm okay. doing fine now. So you're doing do, fine. You're, in the words of Jason Donovan, you're doing fine. Did fine. A few things, yes. very quickly. Okay. Uh, Tripper's Day, I think, was the Bruce Forsyth. Tripper's Day. Now, I've had, uh, someone emailed in saying it was Spooner's Choice. Ooh. But someone is uh, three people have emailed in saying it was Slinger's Day. I think it was Tripper's Day because Leonard Rossiter played the part originally, didn't he? And then he died, and then uh, mm. the Bruce Forsyth took over. Okay, well we'll, well, we'll wait for confirmation, Bob. Lovely. I, I can't ring Bruce. I haven't seen him for years. No, I've fallen out of uh, favour with well, him. I, I worked on uh, one of his shows years ago. It was dreadful. Did, what show did you work on? With the Dolly Dealers. What was it called? Uh, oh, the oh, higher, higher, yeah, lower. Yeah, that, that load well, what was that? Show. Play your cards right. Yeah, I've worked on that many years. What did you do on that? I was a props man. Oh, really? I've told you I worked on Metal Mickey. I'm, I, you know, oh, you did? My old man used to be... Breakfast with Dolent, you know, around the time he was shot. He was like, he did not get shot. My old man used to be a props man at BBC. Oh, I was at LWT. Oh, you go, you see the rival. Uh, well, that's good. No, 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 play your cards right. It's a, it's a cracking format. You can't go wrong with that. Well, no, I didn't like it. Anyway. Oh, I used to like that. I used to like the gambling bit of the... Anyway. Brian Wilson, of course, is a legend. Oh, what am I thinking? Brian Wilson's on the list, yes, yes. I mean, there's no, there's no question about it. I'd also, uh, I mean, James Brown as well, and Kurt Vonnegut. No. no, no, no. Right, not gonna let you have James Brown because he's rubbish. He's not rubbish. Oh, he's bo- right. I mean, he, he's, you know, he, he's better than Kiss. But... Hardest working man in show business to God for- he's r- terrible! Uh, that was gonna break new back. ah! <laughs> Well, and, and also, I'd say Kurt Vonnegut, but no one else but me and you probably know who he is. So. I tried to get Kurt Vonnegut on the show. Is he not coming on? No, I, I got an email. Get this right, I sent an email to his agent saying, I'd like to get Kurt Vonnegut on the show, this is what the show is, da la la And his agent wrote back saying, Kurt Vonnegut is doing no more interviews, he's nearly 84 years old, yeah. and he feels that he has said everything he, he, he wants to say. Oh, he's a, he is a, he's a le- living legend, though, and it's a shame you can't get him on. Alright, I'm putting Vonnegut on the list. Okay, mate. He's down there. Good work, Bob. Thank you for that. Bye. Lovely. Bye. Bobby. Hello. Hello, Bobby. Um, Stevie Wonder. What about him? Is he a living legend? Uh, I don't think so. Ian. Hello, Ian. Hello, Ian. Oh, same name. Crazy. It's in- insanity, isn't it? That was mad. Um, Ian, I've, I don't need to shave in the morning. I've had, um... That intense light treatment. Oh, the, well, the ILP, this stops you ever having to have a shave. Absolutely right. And how, did it hurt? Um, no, not really. Well, not as much as having a shave when you're hungover or tired and you cut yourself. That hurts more than that. And well, so you how long ago did you get this done? Uh, I got it done just before my wedding, so two years ago, two years ago. But why did you do it, man? That's unnatural. Because I hate shaving and I get horrible rash on my neck yes. and it does me and... Yeah. The, ra- <laughs> the rash thing is, I, I don't get the rash anywhere near as bad as I used to, and if I'm lucky I don't get it at all, but I used to get it well, quite badly. You get an extra 15 minutes sleep as well every day. That's good. But that means you can never have fun with facial hair. <laughs> yeah, that's true, but facial hair is confusing when you shave beards off. You have to, like, draw diagrams to work out what to do and stuff. Sorry, What? Well, you've, you've grown a beard, yeah? Yeah, I, I, I have grown beards in the past. So when you shave it off, you want to make funny shapes out of your beard. But it's science. You have to draw diagrams, because if you 
shave one type of beard, you've just ruined another type of beard. So you have to really map it out. So it just got too mad for me, so I don't shave. I don't grow a beard. Okay. And th- this is going to last forever, is it? Forever, yeah. It's and you, your missus all right, is all right with it? Well, she did it. She, um, my missus' family runs a beauty... Oh, uh, here we go. Now <laughs> it's all making sense. And you were the guinea pig for the missus' new business. Uh, I was a guinea pig, You've yeah. been totally stitched up. I am a guinea pig. Uh, Ian, thank you very much for that. It's a weird thing to do, never growing a beard. Some people can't shave anyway. Some people don't shave. Paul. Hello. Hello, Paul. We've not got long. What can I do for you? Uh, I just wanted to suggest Ralph Harris as a living legend. You know I'm going to cut you off now, don't you? Uh, yeah. There we go. Uh, and yes, that leaves me, I've got to talk for 40 seconds. That's fine, because that was nonsense. Uh, Ralph Harris, I've, uh, I met him, he was, he was a little bit grumpy when I met him, to be honest. He was a little bit, um, I'm sure he was very busy at the time. Uh, well, I've got 30 seconds to fill now. I have no reason to fill, no way to fill. I was hoping that guy was going to be a sensible call. Can we do Martin quickly? Martin! Hello! you got 20 uh, seconds. Okay, I think you should put Pele in as, uh... Okay, right, I'll cut him off. We've got, there we go. Uh, we're, we're not having Pele. What, what did Pele do? He was all right at football, and he advertises Viagra. That's it. That's, that's his career. So, it's not happening. Any sensible suggestions? 0870-9090-973. Now, have I got time for a wee in this break? Now, you've got a lot of calls. Let's rattle through them. Bob! Hello, Ian. Oh, um, yeah. the pregnant woman thing. Yes, sir. I think they look great. Oh, you're one of those, I you? love it. Why? Pregnant, pregnant woman with a thong on. It's just sexy. <laughs> with a thong on? It's just sex. Oh, it doesn't ooze sex. The thong uh, disappears. Fluffy armpits as well. It's magic. Why? D- d- tell me why it, so- it oozes sex, Bob. Because I find it, and this is no disrespect and not being misogynistic, I find it dis- uh, re- repulsive. Well, that, that's, that's a gay attitude, you see, and oh, this is God. A woman is never more womanly than when she's got one in the oven. I mean, it, it's just fact, you know? Yeah. Okay, well, thanks for that, Bob. Can I give you a legend? Uh, well, yeah, go on. Barrett. Sid Barrett. Sid Barrett. Yeah, but it's living legends, Bob. Sid will never die. Well, he never. Did, no, he died about a month ago. Did you not read the news? He will ne- Yeah, I, I, I read a, a obituary poem you allowed me to yes, read Yes, well, he, he's dead then. He's a living legends. He'll, oh, living legends. Yes. Oh, well, how about, uh, Frank Zappa? Uh, he's dead as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. That is another problem. Yes, thank you, Bob. Jilly! Hello, he was a bit forceful, wasn't he? Oh, wasn't he just? I don't like forceful men. Oh, no, I can't. <sighs> I don't like preggy bellies, either. No, oh, it's horrible. No, not very nice. I don't think this. I think it should be hidden. Yes, it should be. They should be like big, sort of, smocks. Yes, yeah. so <laughs> smocks. Is smock a word? Um, yes, I think so. If you say it, it must be it. I, th- I thought that a smock is like a big sort of dress that is very... Yeah, we don't wear those anymore, darling. Keep up with the times. But pregnant women should. Yeah, well, maybe... I don't mind tight things. They l- I like them showing off their belly in that way, no. but not... Not for all to see. You don't want to see it, do you? Keep it all hidden. Listen, can I can I join your living legends? You can't do living legends without having Bill Bailey. Well, the comedian? Yes, he's divine. He is a living legend. He's a nice bloke and he's funny. No, 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 no. He's not just a nice bloke. He's funny, but he's not a legend. No, 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 he's a living legend. Hang on. So, I'm going to read the names that we have so far. Okay. Uh, oh, by the way, Alex in, uh Paris... 
Yay. Uh, says, Ian, every person on your Living Legends list have been selected by you. You have rejected every... You have rejected every caller's suggestion. My recommendation for the Living Legend is your Queen Elizabeth. I am certain you are deleting her too. Well, no, that's not true. These are the... the this is the list, Jilly. Okay. And yeah. you tell me if you... I'm going to put Bill Bailey in at the end and you see if he fits, okay? Okay. Cliff Richards. Brian Wilson. Ringo Starr. Neil Diamond. Kurt Vonnegut. Muhammad Ali. And Bill Bailey. Yes. It doesn't fit, does it? Of course it it's doesn't. It's embarrassing. It's, the top of the list. it's embarrassing. No, it's not, because you've decided. Yes, I have. Steve. Hello. Hello, Steve. Uh, living legend. Yeah. I think this one's going to be okay. Okay, go on. Let's run it past me. I list Hollywood star from the golden era, mm. and many people think he's actually gone, but he's not. Tony Curtis. Chris is saying no. Oh, you can't say no. Chris probably doesn't know who he is. Yeah, Chris, what, what, name, name one Tony Curtis film, Chris. Uh, Fish Called Wonder. Uh, right, that's, that's Jamie Lee Curtis, you idiot. That's his daughter. For the very, uh, I- I- yeah, for the very reason that Chris doesn't know who it is, I'm gonna put him on the list. Oh, okay. Not the best reason in the world, but surely he is, isn't he? Well, yeah, no, I, I put him on the list, Steve. What more do you want? The fact, no, I'm gonna take him off the list now, she'll give me our time. He's gone. Danny! Hello there, Ian. Yes, y- yes, Danny, I'm fine. Excellent. I'm glad Tony Curtis never deserved to go on it anyway. He didn't. Right. Well, he, he didn't. No, I only put him on there because Chris didn't like him, and then that fella gave me our time, so he's gone again. <laughs> but talking Hollywood legends, it's got to be Robert De Niro for loads of reasons he's got to go on. Hang on a second. You know, uh, how do you... Sp- uh, men- men- how- men's- men's- how- Campbell. How do you say his name? Menzi Campbell. Hey? So Menzi's Campbell. I don't know. Who's right. he? He's the leader of the Liberal Democrats. Oh, but right. you spell it M-I-N-G. They yeah. spell... They put Menzies up there on Sky News. They put... As in John Menzies. No, no, That's no. wrong, isn't it? No, it's massively wrong, isn't it? Chris, come on. Hang on, hang on. Hang on. That's right. No, but it's spelled M-I-N-G. No, it's pronounced Ming. It's... Well, then, okay. Then earlier on, they put Ming up there. Did they? Yeah, they put Ming up there. That must be a different story. Oh, it was about Ming the Merciless, was it? No, yeah. it's set up in, in the, the, the thing, Ming. Oh, I take it out with them, not me. <laughs> yes, Danny. Sorry, I'm having a bit of fallout with my producer there over Sky News. No, right. No, no like I said, Robert De Niro's got to go on it for lots of different reasons. He's got to go on. You're no, it's not. It's, it's, um, it's a Menzies. It's pronounced Menzies. It's not pronounced Ming. It's spelt Ming. I don't care. But I, I... Oh, God. Yes, Danny, sorry. No, it's all right. It's all right. We done? Yeah, go, go ahead. <laughs> Robert De Niro. I'll, I'll let you have Al Pacino. Hey? I'll let you have Al Pacino. You can't have De Niro. Why? Why not De Niro? Because I don't think he's a living legend. Whereas I think Al Pacino is. Oh, Al Pacino is good. I won't. I won't be wrong with you. But Banana Rama never sung a song about Al Pacino, did they? Oh yeah, that's true. Uh, Danny, I can't put him on the list, but I've put Al Pacino down. What we're going to have to do is we've got about eight calls backed up. I'll take Gary now. Oh, no, what, Gary? Yes, Ian. Can you wait there for a minute? Of course. Good lad. What we'll have to do, Chris, is when we come back, we'll only have a minute until the end of the, the, the hour, we're going to have to put all of these calls on in one go and just let them make their point all together. Can we do that? Is that all right? We'll, 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 we'll work the technology. We've got about eight calls. We'll have to take all in one go. Hi, I'm... Uh, okay, Gary? Yes, Ian. Well, what's your point, sir? Living legend, three words, Sir David Frost. No, I can't accept that. Well, he created Breakfast Television, which gave you a living for a bit. 
Well, it didn't give me a living. <laughs> well, uh, it was oh, hardly a living. It paid the rent for a year. Well, there you are. Uh, also, also, he created topical news cr- programmes, you know, okay. where they talk about, you know, and satirise the news. Yeah. Well, he, he, the career he, of John Cleese. He didn't. He, he stole that from Peter Cook. And Gary, hang on a second. Uh, okay. I've got Dude, Don, uh, Jeff, Gus, Tom and Archie. Listen, we've only got a minute left. I can't fit your points now, all of you. Away you go. Carlos Santana, right? You like to Carlos Santana isn't as good as Eric Clapton. Carlos Santana isn't as good as Eric Clapton. Both of those in a fight, no problem. Who? Chuck Norris. Hello? Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris is a living legend, surely. John Gaunt is a living legend. Chuck Norris, then you have to go for Stephen Seagal. Well, I'm not Steven Seagal. I want Carlos Santana. You know, Carlos Santana. Chuck Norris, singly save a boat. No, but no. he's got a beard. Jeremy Henry. Does that not count? I really, I really, I really don't think that gets it. Oh, Jeremy Henry. Wow. If you missed the show today, it was Music Thursday. We had Jeff Wayne on, and the show sounded a lot like this. The handling machine and the fighting machine. Hang on one second, Jeff. I believe you have an anorak on the phone. A, a, a three-dimensional, ten-foot-high... That's freaky. Uh, ...head that sort of floats over the stage. Maybe we could... One, every now and then we could slip one in. Well, look, t- count today as a freebie. Now then, now then, now then. Oh, no, no, no then, no then, look at this. Go oh, in. You're meant to push it for me. That's his, uh, uh, a fun dubby dozy. The living legends we've got are Cliff Richards and Muhammad Ali. Uh, Neil Diamond's on the list. Uh, li- uh living legends. Hello? Those teeth. This is what LBC used to be like ten years ago. Nice! Yes, well, we're trying to move away from that. Was that all right, everybody? Dude! Hello? Who's that? <laughs> Jeff. Jeff! Dude, dude, Jeff! Yes. I don't know what's happened, it's all going to be messy. Jeff! David, David Bowie has sung with all those people who've gone on your list over five decades. He's sung with, um, Kurt Vonnegut? Oh, uh, well, maybe, but almost all of those people that everybody's talking about, he's sung with. Right. And your point is? He's gone. Uh, dude! Yo, man! Hey, man, I've got, I've got to go! No, man, just... My point is Jimi Hendrix, man. Oh, Jimi Hendrix is rubbish, and it's a living... He's dead. We're talking living legends. What do you mean he's dead, man? Him and Mama Cash were at my place last night, bro. <laughs> uh, Gus. Yeah, I was going to say Chuck Norris. Uh, no. Uh, there we go. That was fun. Oh, 870 Triple M now. Your calls go straight to air. Uh, seven-second delay. Don't be liable, or you'll get slapped wrist. Thank you. Uh, you should read that email from uh, Alex in Paris. There's a very funny uh, phrase there about uh, French Telecom have let them down. <laughs> Not quite got the English correctly there. When French Telecom takes its out of the water or its finger out of the... I will have a little complaint to discuss with you over the hours. Anyway, you're right Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. Calls going straight to air. There's a seven second delay, so we can dump. If you swear or libelous, we can dump it. It won't go out on the radio, and we can ban you from calling the station. Simple as. Uh, line one, you're on the wireless. Standard, standard. 
Indeed, standard. It's official. Ian Lee is not a living legend. Morning's tomorrow. I've missed him. Where's he been? Let's uh, let's have a line ten. You're on the wireless. Oh, hello, Ian. Hello, Ashley. MC Blizzard. Um, Ashley. I want to talk about work experience. I've got a really rubbish placement. I was wondering whether uh, maybe there was a few places available that I could be able. Oh, hang on one second. Let me have a word with Chris. Chris. Have we got any work experience places for a stroppy 15-year-old who's called Ashley but pretends to be called MC Blizzard and is rude to both you and to me? I think we've got one. Oh. Oh, good. Oh, good. Well, yeah. t- turn, can you turn up tomorrow? Um, uh... Ah, never mind. Uh, that wasn't the answer I was expecting, Chris, but... but, but um, uh, line 10, you're on the wireless. <laughs> yes, that's not going to work. Uh, line 6, you're on the wireless. Good day, good day, my friend. Yes, my friend. A uh, couple of points here, Ian. Uh, you mentioned earlier about the sitcom featuring Bruce Forsyth. Yes. Would it be Slinger's Day? Yes, it was Slinger's Day. Was the, Slinger's Bo- Day. Bob, who, Bob Mayer, who thinks that um, Mickey Dolan's got shot wrong, thought it was something else. So he's... Oh, Mickey Dolan's wasn't shot, was he? Never shot, no. And second point, finally, Ian, um, your living legend topic. Could you just briefly run through the, uh, yes. the names you've got so far, please? Cliff Richards. Yep. Brian Wilson, Ringo Starr, Neil Diamond, Muhammad Ali, Kurt Vonnegut and Al Pacino. I have one more suggestion for you, my friend. Let's have it. Barry and Watford. You're not the first person to suggest that. We've had a couple of emails saying Barry and Watford, but I, I, I suspect he's, uh, he's only a, a local celebrity, and I suspect we shouldn't encourage his celebrity either. OK, point taken. It may, it may go to his head. Kev, thank you for that. Uh, line four, you're on the wireless. Right, Get, get it right. Oh, all right, Ian. Thank you. Ian, don't cut me off. I've got a couple of points. Uh, uh, on the, um... Okay. Oh, he said... He said, don't cut him off! Ah! Sorry. Call back in, Danny. Sorry, that was my fault entirely. Line nine, you're on the wireless. Hello, Ian. Michael speaking. Hello, Michael. Uh, just wanted to find out, did you, um, see my, uh, friend's request on my face? Did I see your friends request on MySpace? MySpace.com forward slash the real Ian Lee. I will have 3,000 friends by the end of the month. Uh, uh possi- I, I don't know. Did I? When? Uh, it's about a couple of weeks ago now, I think. I would have accepted it, yes. Oh, because it's still saying it's pending, my, uh, my pending friends. Oh, we'll send it again, because it's, I, 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 unless they're offensive or abusive towards me, uh, uh, I accept them. Ah, okay, I'll, I'll do that. It may have got lost in the system, as it does often happen on MySpace. It's not perfect. By any stretch of the imagination. Oh, here we go. Yes, line one. Hello, Ian. Oh, hello, John. Your favourite friend. Sorry, you, you you bottled out earlier on and you put the phone down, did no, you? No, you didn't. You put the phone down on me, mate. No, I didn't put the phone down on you. We, you were on hold and we had Jeff Wayne in and I was going to go to you after Mr Wayne had left the well, building, but you went. Off. It cut off, but then again, no. I ain't got nothing to say to Jeff Wayne, so... No, no, no. Well, what do you want to have a go at me about for today, John? No, no, I just wanted to, I want you to join your MySpace. You know, as one okay. of your friends. Okay, then do. Is that all right? Of course it is. I thought, oh, so who do you dislike the most out of me and uh, MC Blizzard? It's you. You dislike me more than... I MC dislike you more, yes. Why's that? Because you're an idiot. Uh-huh. That's it. That's uh-huh. enough. That's enough for me. Okay, but what, but what was going on earlier on? You was having a bash about some little girl in her beard. And her moustache. Right. And also, I'm quite. I tell you, one of the reasons I don't like you, John, is that you never shut up. You never get to the point. You always drop. I got to the point. Shut up. You always drop little clues. You never say what you're thinking. Say what you're thinking, John. Come on, be a man. Well, you was bashing on about again about 
girls and their moustaches. I think that's quite nice. I think you shouldn't, you know. But you would do because you're a weirdo. And another thing, that's not too nice. Another thing, okay, that's that, t- t- that conversation is over. It was two sentences each. That's that done. Brilliant. Next. And I'm proud of you, Ian. You know, you're changing a lot, you know. You're not so, uh, you know, aggressive and you're not so much publicising your favourite game. I'm, I'm uh, a homosexual <laughs> and I'll fancy you. Excellent. Oh, Thank you, you, John. That's nice, oh, yes. You, you kept that little snap it, innit? Yeah. You want to add another one? John, no, I don't. Are you going to get to a point, or I'm going to cut you off? I did get to a point. Okay. Um, uh, line five, you're on the wireless. Come on, uh, Robert De Niro. I will do no such thing. <laughs> you should put him on the Oh, list. right, blimey. No, he's not, he's not going on the list. I'm glad you put Al Pacino, but Robert De Niro as well, come on, please. No. Why not? Because I don't think he's that good. He's as good as Al Pacino. He's not. Pacino's a much better actor than uh, De Niro. Uh, I'm slightly He's... better, but... Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Put the phone down. Uh, what about... Put the phone uh, down. Uh, what about... Uh, put, the, put the phone down. No. Put the phone down. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Do it, then. I've done it. You've not put the phone down because you're still there. Yeah, but th- this is a mobile, it's not a telephone. Well, mobiles are telephones, you idiot. Uh, yeah, but if you put the phone down, we still work. But, oh, well, you've not actually put the phone down, though. <laughs> yes, st- I have. It's still in your hand. Yeah, so is my head. S- what? So is my head. Your head is in your hand. <laughs> no, it's on, the, it's on the floor. Your head is on the floor. Yeah. Oh, I wish it was, because I would give it a right good... (laughs) Well, you know the the button that hangs up the phone? Yeah. Press that. Okay. Excellent. Uh, line seven, you're on the wireless. Hi, Ian, how are you, all right? I'm all right, yes. Hey, do you have to be old to be a living legend? No, not at all. Okay, can I make a suggestion? Go on. Uh, Billy Joe Armstrong, the lead singer of Green Day. Oh, get out of town, baby, the lead singer of Green Day, and it's a living legend. Okay. Yes, line three. Ian, Johnny Utah. What? Mate, I just want... Should your name be Enley? Because Ming Campbell is Ming Campbell. It's spelled Menzies. And surely you should be Enley. Is that right? Yes, yeah, something like that. I don't... Yes. Uh, I'm confused over who, his name. Yes, line four. Happy Peace Day. Everyone's talking about a Peace Day, haven't they? Is it a Peace Day? Yes. What? Every day should be Peace Day. Every day is Peace Day. And another thing, um... What? Living Legends. Uh, do that anyway, just to be on the safe side. Do we, I don't know. Who knows? We could have got away with that, but it was uh, very... Anyway, we'll take a, a breather now, shall we, and see if we can uh, get some good calls. Uh, 0870 uh, Look out, here come some adverts. In the year 2027... The world was stunned today by the death of the youngest person on the planet. Baby Diego was 18 years, 4 months and 20 days old. The world will need more than a miracle. The ultimate mystery. Why are women infertile? It'll need someone with the... K- the Afternoon Wireless Show. Oh, you can't eat so, eh? Oh, I mistimed that totally. Uh, OK, 0870. Uh, 9090973. Calls going straight to air. Line 2, you're on the wireless. Oh, they bottled it. Uh, line 3, you're on the wireless. Yo, yeah, man. Hey, dude! Yeah, I'm, I'm, I just spoke to Jimmy, man. He says he doesn't want to be on your list anyway. Jimmy Hendrix? Yeah, man. Excellent. Well, he, he just said, man, that, that Keith should be on your list, man, because Keith's still rocking hard, bro. Who's the, who, Keith who? Keith Richards, man. I, I actually spoke to him five minutes ago, and he says he's cool, man. He, he'll go on your list. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think Keith Richards is a legend. 
what, what's the criteria for being a legend? Well, this is the thing that we never actually... This is what we were trying to find throughout the whole show, and we never actually got to the bottom of. Uh, what is the criteria for being a legend? I'm not sure. But I, I think they instinctively feel like a legend, and Richards does not feel like a legend, apart from Cliff Richards. Uh, I think Cliff Richards... Who's Cliff Richards, man? He's just the living, living doll. Wired for sound, isn't it? All, all them. Yes, line three. Oh, hello, living legend, Bill Gates. Oh, it's it's a good one, but no. Uh, line four, you're on the wireless. Hello, yes. Hello? Hello. Hi, I'm um, living legend. Yes. Chris Eubank. Uh, no. Uh, I need a wee again. Line ten, you're on the wireless. Dick Van Dyke. I'm saying to you, madam. Uh, line six, uh, you're on the wireless. Hi there, Ian Lee. Yes. Hi, Anthony speaking, yeah? Living Legends. What, the Anthony? No, 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 no. It's Anthony speaking. I'm Anthony. Okay. And, um, Living Legends, I recommend you say, you put on your list. Well, and this is Anthony from Hoddesdon? No. Oh, okay. I thought you... Okay. I Nelson Mandela. Living legends. All right, tell me your mate, Julian, what's Jeff Hurst? Sir Jeff Hurst. No, we're not having... No, 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 no. Who's this drunk in the background saying, Sir Jeff Hurst? Who's that idiot? Oh, oh, just one second. Yes. Hello? You're not having Jeff Hurst, sir, or otherwise. You've got to pick Sir Jeff Hurst yet. He's not on there. Well, he should be, shouldn't he? He's not going to be. You have a genuine good reason to say no? Yes, he's not a living legend. Well, he's, thank goodness he's still alive. Th- and thank God he's still alive, but he's not a legend. Well, compared to the list you talked about earlier on, if you're going to put Muhammad Ali on the list, I think you'll be very foolish not to have Jeff there. Well, uh, I think you'll be very foolish. I, I don't know who Jeff Hurst is. Ah! Well, that might be the problem. He scored three goals in the World Cup in 1966 for England. All right, well done, nice one. So he's, he's good at, he, he played a game of football once. Ah, uh, but he did more than that. Because in the days, in those days, he didn't get paid a fortune. And when he left football ten years later, he went into, you know, civilised world like you and I and got a job mm. doing something else, even though he's mm. perhaps one of the most famous footballers of all time. I've, ne- I've never heard of him. Don't be daft. Well, he's definitely not going to be rude. You can get knotted. Uh, line six on the wireless. Oh, uh, yeah, I've got a very good suggestion for the legend. OK. Verinda. Uh, yeah, that ain't happening. Uh, line three, you're on the... Oh, what's wrong with this? Line three, you're on the wireless. It was called Slinger's Day, and it was the sequel to Tripper's Day, which had, uh, Leonard Rossi. There we go. So, I see, was, uh, with him it was Tripper, with the other it was Slinger's. Nice, thank you. Yes, line three. Hi, Ian, Charlie Wolf here, boss. Oh, hello, Charlie Wolf here. Ian, you disappoint me as a DJ, man. What's... Well, I'm not a DJ, I'm a comedian. Your, your, your guest earlier, man, why didn't you ask him about the films he was in, the Alamo... The Quiet Man. Why didn't you ask him that, Ian? Because Jeff Wayne wasn't in those films. It's John Wayne, Ian. Yes, you've, you've confused Jeff Wayne and John Wayne. Jeff Wayne did War Ian, of the Worlds. And you're taking the mickey out of me again, boy. You know what I'm going to take you to? I'm going to take you down to China Chinatown. Yes, I, I, I suspected it, it might be. Oh, dear. Uh, line three, you're on the wireless. Chinatown, yes. Oh, God. No, they bottled it. Line ten, you're on the wireless. Kirk Douglas. Uh, same to you. Well, people just find up being rude to me for. Kirk Dallas isn't a legend. Less line seven. Ian, we need more Noddy. 
Yes, that's, that's disputable. Line four, you're on the wireless. Ian, Sam, Muscle Hill. Sam, hey. loving it. Um, you've always gone about this MySpace thing, but, um, have you ever tried Second Life? Oh, now, there's a campaign to get me involved in this Second Life. Well, I, I, we just played it all afternoon. It's mad! It's crazy! It's really weird, and you've got to try it at some So this is a, a virtual online place where you get a flat or something, isn't it? Uh, well, no, look, you design, your, you design yourself, uh, make yourself look like you, and then you just wander around this world, and there's hundreds of people, and you talk to them, and there's buildings and things. It's really odd, and quite scary, actually, but you, you've definitely got to try it. Well, send me a link, and I'll have a look. I will do. Thank Cheers you, now. sir. There we go. Uh, yes, line two. Hello, Ian. It's, um... Ashley. PC Blizzard here. Ashley. No, it's PC Blizzard. Okay, Ashley. Cool. Say, say, your, say your name is Ashley and I'll let you stay on. Yes, Ashley. Yeah, right. No, my name is... Yeah, but my MC name is... No, no, you've got to... If, if you uh, call yourself anything else apart from Ashley in this phone call, I will cut you off. So what's your name? My name is Ashley. Okay, and what do you want, Ashley? I just want to say that, um, I think you're the living le- uh, 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 legend, Ian. Yep, well, okay. You, you may want to say it. Whether you are able to say it or not is a uh, different skillet of fish. Line two, you're on the wireless. Hi, it's Graham and Harrow. Hello, Graham. Uh, can I suggest Frank Sidebottom? Oh, now! You can suggest Frank Sidebottom. Can I? Uh, I don't know anything of him. I've only seen him on your MySpace and he looks a legend. I need to... I can't... I'm having problems in my MySpace because I can't find... Um... Oh, hang on. What's this? Yeah. Oh, no, that's nice. This is Frank's. Oh, it's Frank's world. I'm having trouble on my space. I've got a couple of people I want to p- promote to my top 12, including Frank Sidebottom, and I can't find them in my list of friends anywhere. See, I, I haven't received any messages, so I don't think anyone's talking to me. All those problems. Would I... you send me a message in? Uh, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm busy then, thanks. Um, line six, you're on the wireless. No, Nathaniel, no. There must be more to life. That's a bit from all over the world. Thank you very much. That, uh, Jeff Wayne was our guest, guest earlier on today. Next, next week's Music Thursday is on Friday. Mm, I know. Don't worry. It sparks, though, which I'm very excited about. It's going to be really exciting. This don't even big enough for the both of us. Dum, 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 dum. Uh, line eight, you're on the wireless. Who the power, Taylor? What, the darts player? Yeah. What, on the Living Legends? <laughs> yeah. No, that's, that's not happening. <laughs> Nice fella. Again, I met him. He's a nice lad, but no. Uh, line three, you're on the wireless. Ian, it's me, Richard from the Oakwood. Richard, and you've got a new recording phone. I have. I love you, man. I love you too. Still got the irritating bit. Why can't you just record it off the radio? Um, I'm going to start doing that. I've ordered a credit card specially to download pod, pod, pods. Pod, pod, pods. Pod, pods. They're very good, the pod, pods. Um, did you hear me cussing Lynn on Clive Ball show? Uh, I do not know what this last night, was it? Yeah, I think it was last night, yeah. I may have done. I wasn't very well last night, I was, so I... I oh! Yeah. Sorry, mate. That's quite all right. It was only, you know, it was, only, it was over briefly, but yes, I, I, so I missed it. Too many Ruby Murrays, yeah? Well, no, it wasn't, it wasn't because of that, but I had the same end result, yeah. Oh, dear, mate. Oh. <laughs> Never mind. A little bit, maybe I've gone into a little bit much, too much detail there. Uh, line six, you're on the wireless. Nope, no, you bottom it. Let's try this line six. Slush puppy. <laughs> oh, that was a bit weak. Uh, line one, you're on the wireless. Hello, Ian Lee. Yes. Mammogram of Ian, Ian Lee. Did you, hang on, did you just, did you just belch? No, I've got hiccups. Oh, okay, go on then. Anagram of Ian Lee's Elaine. Right. And someone just sounded like, you said you sounded like a girl. You've got an extra eye. 
No, I ain't. Well, you've, you've missed out an eye. Elaine? Yeah. There's only one eye in there. I've got two eyes in my name. Do you want to come back and try again tomorrow? How do you spell Ian, then? I-A-I-N. Yeah, come, go have another go tomorrow. Uh, yes, line eight. Cardboard. Uh, no. Um, uh, yes, line eight. Hello. Hello, you're on the air. Okay, um, Ian, my name, do you want to know? I know your name. What? Mona. No, it's a Tinder. Oh, okay. I'm calling from Southall. Oh, okay, you, well, you're calling from Wembley? No, I'm Satinder, calling from Southall. Okay, excellent. Uh, and one more, line nine, you're the last call of the day. Well, and what a great way to end. There you go. Superb. Clyde Bull is on at eight, still midnight. Uh, big quiz with Gary King at seven. Nightly News next. I shall see you tomorrow. Thank you very much. Have a lovely evening. This show is completely f- If Ian Lee in any way approaches...